0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states. As of 1787, those states already had formed a union and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point Quite clearly, in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution, they granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by, to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people the only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract which leads us to another piece of the puzzle the fourteenth amendment to the constitution ratified in eighteen sixty eight following the civil war as barbaric as it may sound today the black slaves prior to the conclusion of the civil war were legally considered to be property with none of the rights or privileges of free born people only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both 13th and 14th amendments. You will note that the 13th amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The Fourteenth Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights Already guaranteed to free-born United States citizens. When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person, but being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember... Anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States and secondly to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States, with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury ...is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold... ...or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency... ...and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle. The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws... ...that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later... In 1887 when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point we have shown you how the money interests have one established the Federal Reserve System and two exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes and we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for our economic enslavement as well. Along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers, those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations, the World Monetary Fund, and the Council on Foreign Relations are all committed to an agenda of world domination through manipulation of economic power. The Council on Foreign Relations openly admits to being a private club yet it is the primary recruiting post in both international banking and the federal government of the United States. Richard Nixon, Nelson Rockefeller, John Foster Dulles, Dean Rusk, Alger Hiss, Robert S. McNamara, And every president since FDR, with the exception of John Kennedy, have been members of this exclusive club where super financiers and your elected representatives can mix freely and plan the next step in the consolidation of power in a new world order.
2: we mm-hmm.
3: of Representatives the 59th Congress second session citizenship of the United States expatriation and protection abroad letter from the Secretary of State submitting report on the subject of citizenship expatriation and the protection abroad page 459 section Morocco Morocco sir There are, strictly speaking, no Moroccan laws relating to the citizenship of Moorish subjects in Morocco. The fundamental laws of this non-Christian country are based entirely upon the Islamic code, no part of which treats of the subject of citizenship. Page 460 There are, however... Numerous treaties and conventions between the various Christian countries and the Moorish Empire By means of which citizenship in this country is defined But as I understand from the above acknowledged instructions That it is not the desire of the department to call for a report upon such lines I will therefore confine these remarks to general conditions existing which may possibly be of some use in connection with the information desired. Section 1. Citizenship in Morocco may be said to be governed by the laws pertaining to the same in other countries, with the exception that all persons residing in Morocco who cannot prove foreign citizenship or protection are considered, if so, as Moorish subjects 2 and 3 Moorish subjects lost their nationality only by becoming naturalized in or protected by another country having treaty relations with the Moorish Empire it was established by the convention of Madrid concluded July 3rd 1880 as follows article 15 any subject of Morocco who has been naturalized in a foreign country and who shall return to Morocco shall after having remained for a length of time equal to that which shall have been regularly necessary for him to obtain such naturalization choose between entire submission to the laws of the Empire and the obligation to quit Morocco unless it shall be proved that his nationalization in a foreign country was obtained with the consent of the government of Morocco. Foreign nationalization heretofore, acquired by subjects of Morocco according to the rules established by the laws of each country, shall be continued to head him as regards all its effects without any restriction. The above ruling has never yet been acted upon. And should this at any time be contemplated seriously, a large number of naturalized people, American and others residing in Morocco, would be affected thereby. Four and five. Residence in foreign parts does not affect the nationality of Moorish subjects, and the Moorish government has no means of protecting its subjects permanently residing in other countries. With the exception of a so-called Moorish consul at Gibraltar and a Moorish agent at Cairo, Egypt, I am, etc., Hoffman Philip. Google United States Code, Title 22, Chapter 2, Section 141, Consular Courts Act. August 1st 1956 repealed sections 141 to 143 effective upon the date which the president determined to be appropriate for the relinquishment of jurisdiction of the United States in Morocco jurisdiction of the United States in Morocco was relinquished by memorandum of President Eisenhower dated September 15 1956 notice was given Morocco on October 6, 1956, and all pending cases were disposed of by 1960. See Bulletin of the State Department, volume 35, colon, 909, page 844, sections 141, RS, sections 4083, 4,125, 4,126, 4,127, Act, June 14, 1878, Chapter, 193, 20, Statute, 131, Related to judicial authority, generally, of ministers, and consuls, of United States, in China, Siam, Turkey, Morocco, Muscat, Abyssinia, Persia, and territories formerly part of the Ottoman Empire, including Egypt. Uh, Bashar, and he also knows
4: that North America or the America is America known as Al Maghreb Al Aqsa.
5: Of course, I know that. North America was known as Al Maghreb Al Aqsa, and it's reported to the Sultan of Morocco and there was a relation this is why I needed to ask you what's the relation between the first you know colonials and the uh, uh, governors of Morocco because they con- con- communicated because in on paper it was part of greater Morocco that's and they, known
4: that's known but I, I, I need and Bashar's to know. from Jordan yes. Palestinian,
5: yes. And Palestinian, Jordanian, Arab, Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Seed, um, we know that you one of the seeds of Moses. Yeah. So, 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 so you're from, so where are you from again? I was born in, I was born in the island Martinique. French island. Mm-hmm. Of course, we are descendants are from Egyptian. Egyptian?
6: Egyptian? Yes. Okay. So, over there, they still ref- re- refer to our people as Moors, correct? Yes. Sir. So, why do you think over here in America, these same people who are brought from the same land, yes, when we tell them that they're Moors, why wh-
5: wh- why do you think that is? Be- because what? Because uh, uh, after so many generations, if it's not cast down, you will lose. So, therefore, listen good to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The man that do not know his own identity, when he is giving one, he will simply believe.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: He will simply believe what he's not. You're right. So therefore you will act as a stranger to your own identity. Because you only believe on somebody else you that. Yeah. So you act opposite to truly what you are.
6: Yeah. Do you think do you think it's more pressure because of the economic power I guess the European have put the laws on so they just believe? Hey. It's, that that's, that's what it is we're, we're no we're blacks now we're blacks like does that make sense that like, you're just a color you have no, no that, nationality no, you that, have no history
5: that, that's my point if you was not star now and you have to understand another two to to, to to i would say not a lie because everybody lies, that is a thing of life but i often say that is uh deceived
0: mm-hmm. to
5: deceive to deceive one you have to replace take one thing out and replace it by another. Yeah, so okay. The blind, so the black is the black. So therefore, they just is your black but they don't realize, no, they, they stole your identity from you. So therefore, you might not know who you are. Yeah. So you just give you a color black black. black. What yeah. Is black.
6: Yeah, because what i be trying to tell them, like, a lot of the things that are going on with our people with the injustice it's because of the system and what they call themselves and what they recognize themselves. They don't, they don't have any law. Lo- they don't, there's no, law for for black people in this country like you're not even supposed to be a part of this country so therefore what nation are you from you see but you like you said you know when you take your history you know
0: people will say well big deal so what
7: why is history important at all history is extremely important imagine if if i could take from each one of you as an individual everything you knew about your life up to last week and just erase it where would you be? You, you'd be lost. You, you'd be incompetent. You wouldn't know how to plan for the future. And you do the same thing with a people. If you erase their history or you don't tell enough about their past, they also become incompetent and they can't fulfill the future. And that's why a lot of people in the black community have felt, well, how come all of the dreams of the Civil Rights Movement aren't yet fulfilled? And one reason is because this history is still suppressed. It still isn't taught But there's been a recent discovery Which is going to blow the lid off of all that And that's what I'm going to talk about You've had four of these major impacts That the black people have made to the Americas Not only before Columbus was born But before, before even Spain or Italy existed that, That's the kind of, of roots that are in this country And by knowing that And the more you know about it It's an empowerment You're, you're really rude you're, You have got a heritage which is more than slavery Sure, there was slavery, but that's not all. That's a small part of it. Long before that, there's a heritage of kings, seafarers, religious missionaries, and they were all here. But it happened so long ago, there's just so little of it left.
6: But some adults have difficulty handling that.
7: What connects it up is even the word "moor," because it's pronounced differently in different parts, of even of Africa. And they call themselves... More Moo, Muir, there's all variations of that, so even the name Muir... And
8: individuals are missing the point.
4: What conversation,
9: stop it. I'm a moor,
4: and got sis enough to know I'm a moor, and ain't gonna never argue
10: with you that I'm not a moor, and wouldn't come in your house or come among you and say I'm a moor... If I didn't feel in my heart, in my mind, in my soul that I am,
8: if you don't understand that, get that together real
2: quick
6: and recognize how you've been miseducated, not just by Europeans, but by your own. These people know
9: that you're not black. They don't doubt it. They know that you're not black and they know that you're Moors. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The
11: Bottom Line with Joey L on the New Evolution Radio Network. You know, when we talk about history, we think in terms of Columbus discovering America. If you're like I was when I was a little kid growing up, why Columbus discovered America, and we have a holiday on October the 12th every year that we celebrate the discovery of America. One day, I was traveling with my wife in Illinois, And she looked over at me and she said, well, would you like to visit one of the pyramids here in Illinois? And I said, pyramids? And she said, yes, there's about seven or eight of them here. And uh, not far from here, just a few miles, is one of those big pyramids. And I said, well, who built it? And she said, well, nobody seems to know. And I said, well, how big is it? And she said, well, it's uh, several hundred feet high, and it covers several acres. It's as big as the Great Pyramid of Egypt. And I was amazed. I'd never heard of such a thing. I said, here in Illinois, there's a pyramid? And she said, yes, not just one, but seven or eight. And I said, yeah, i got to see this. And so we <clears throat> drove off the main highway, and we drove a little while. And pretty soon here out in the middle of the flatlands of Illinois, rising on the horizon, was this big hill. We drove over to the big hill. It was covered by brush and trees, and, and uh, we went into the park. It was a, it's, a, it's a state park. And uh, <clears throat> paid our fee, and we walked in. I stood at the bottom of it, and I looked at this, and I said, hmm. Why is it that I have been educated in America, went to the public school system, and here is a monument 400 feet high, sitting in the middle of a cornfield, covering about 15 or 20 acres of ground, a humongous mound of earth. And I never heard about it. And I'm 42 years old. Never heard about it. Well, it's not the only thing that I haven't heard about. It's not the only thing that you probably hadn't heard about. But have you ever heard about Egyptian hieroglyphics here in America? Have you heard about any monuments, writings, or coins found here in America that predate Columbus? How about Irish Ogham writing, Phoenician coins, Roman pottery, Norse burial mounds found in West Virginia, Georgia, Michigan, Arkansas, Illinois, Iowa, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Colorado, just to name a few places where these sites and these discoveries have been found. And then ask yourself, what did you hear when you went to school, when you went to college? Maybe you're an archaeologist or an anthropologist. Did you ever hear about America, B.C.? Well, we've heard about the Indians. And we ascribe these monuments and these strange phenomena to these Indians who deny them. And when you ask the Indians of Illinois, did you or your people or any, any history in the past build these pyramids out here? And they'll tell you, nope, nope, we didn't build them. Do you know who did? And they'll say, nope, nope, we don't know who did. We don't know who built them. We didn't. But there they are. And they are totally ignored in the literature. I mean ignored like they never existed. It's not the first time I've ever seen this kind of hiding the truth. We see it in politics, we see it in economics, we see it in medicine, and the truth is we find it in science also. For instance, in March of 1493 the Catholic Church was presented with an unforeseen problem. Christopher Columbus had just landed in Lisbon after an eight-month voyage that was to have taken him to the Indies, but instead of going to the Indies, it had led him to discover a new world. And the difficulty now confronting the prelates of the Catholic Church was that he had returned with passengers, American Indians, who had all of the appearance of being human beings. But how could their existence be accounted for? The biblical account of creation described three continents, each occupied by the seat of three sons, the three sons of Noah who survived the flood, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Columbus seems already to have been aware of the impending theological problem, because in a letter dated February 15, 1493, written at the Canary Islands, he assured King Ferdinand that the people that he found were no monsters, but on the contrary were very well formed, neither were they Negroes, And when he put ashore in Lisbon on March 6th, his journal records, many people came to see the Indians, and it was a great marvel. As the second and third and later voyages produced ever-mounting evidence of large numbers of man-like creatures inhabiting the Americas, a cold wind of skepticism began to blow through the monasteries to ruffle the equanimity of those who so boldly preached the absolute truth of Genesis. And for a time, Rome disregarded the matter, as Pope Alexander VI, was otherwise engaged, save only when he found time to draw a line of demarcation between the Spanish and the Portuguese portions of the New World. But in 1512, a new pope summoned the Fifth Latin Council and issued an official declaration certifying that American Indians are true descendants of Adam and Eve, and hence they are human beings. The failure of the Bible to account for them, and to account for their continent, was made good by the inference that American Indians are the descendants of Babylonians expelled from the Old World on account of sins of their ancestors. Now backed by this new authority, it was now safe for speculative churchmen to ponder the route from the Garden of Eden to America. After considering the possibilities that Noah's Ark might have added an American port of call to her scheduled sailing plan, or that angels might have transported people across the ocean, holding them by the hair of the head, like to the prophet Habakkuk, a Spanish thinker, Jose de Acosta dismissed both propositions in favor of transportation by shipwreck and accidental tempest of the weather. Now, the inquiry was now taken up by others, and by the 17th century, both Protestant and Catholic churchmen were agreed that Asia must have been the original homeland of the American Indian forefathers, because only the rude Tartars above all nations on earth resemble the inhabitants of America in respect of their gross ignorance of letters, and of the arts, their idolatry, and above all, their incivility. Alas, for Pocahontas, there was no Fenimore Cooper on hand to defend the Six Nations, no deerslayer yet to win hearts or minds for the dwellers in the wilderness. One dissident, Cotton Mather in Boston, in the course of a long series of extraordinary letters to the Royal Society of London, drew attention to the existence in Connecticut of a tribe of Indians which practiced circumcision, thereby showing he thought that the American Indians should be considered as the Lost Tribes of Israel. Voltaire, on the other hand, considered that the American Indians had arisen de novo in America by whatever mechanism had similarly caused human beings to appear upon the face of the earth in the other continents. By 1811, such scientists as Humboldt recognized the similarities between some American tribes and those of the Mongol race, and he postulated that the American Indians are descended from a mingling of ancient Americans and later in-wanderers from Asia. Later still, most of the anthropologists came to agree that all American Indians are descended from ancestors that entered the Americas by way of the Bering Strait, and that no European came to America before Leif Erikson or Columbus. Now, in recent years, one lone voice has protested this kind of oversimplification, that of Harold Sterling Gladman. And in his various writings, Gladwin has repeatedly drawn attention to cultural features and material objects, particularly pottery, that show that American tribes must have had relatively recent contacts with the Old World of Europe in the Middle East, especially with the Mediterranean and with the Orient. The nature of the various art styles to which he drew attention is such as to point to direct voyages between the Old World and the Americas as late as classical times about 2,000 years ago, or about the time of Christ. Gladwin's views have, until very recently, been strictly ruled out, anathema, and they have been excluded from the college curriculum. Now, fortunately, this exclusionist attitude is now considerably ameliorated. His writings, once forbidden reading in colleges and universities in America, have now been and have become prescribed texts at places such as Harvard. Now, for generations, the archaeological world has been beset by the notion that only the navigational techniques introduced in Europe in the 15th century made it possible for Europeans to cross the Atlantic, although some grudging acquiescence is conceded to those who point to the evidence of the sagas, showing that the Viking crossings by way of Greenland, which occurred before Columbus, have been well documented. So at the time when Gladwin issued men out of Asia in 1947, he too felt compelled to bring the Mediterranean influence to the Americas by way of an Asian and/or Indonesian land-hopping route. The vectors being supposedly the ships of the fleet of Menarchus left stranded in Asia after the death of Alexander the Great. Well, in recent years, new discoveries in the Pacific Caves have begun to lend much support to this facet of Gladwin's theories, but at the same time, the newer evidence also shows very clearly that the Atlantic was by no means the great barrier that earlier thinkers had supposed. So what, it is reasonable to ask then, is this newer evidence. Well, in fact, it is not new in and of and by itself because it has lain intact for more than 2,000 years. All that is new is our ability to read the inscriptions concerned because, indeed, they are written and, in some sense, documents carefully engraved on the bedrock of America, on temple lintels, and on the gravestones of kings and chiefs, And they speak to us of a long-forgotten age of exploration and of colonization, which is the subject of this book. When American archaeologists first began to send me inscriptions for decipherment and translation, I was astonished to learn that such documents existed here in America. All of my earlier work had been on ancient tablets and cave inscriptions of the Old World, records of the Sea Peoples of the Bronze Age and early Iron Age some three to 4,000 years ago. But what I now began to receive from unimpeachable sources here in North America were essentially the same types of documents engraved in stone, and they were either excavated from some archaeological site, or they were recorded from cliff faces, or photographed on massive rocks discovered by the early colonists. And I'd never seen such materials mentioned or illustrated in any books on archaeology of the Americas, and indeed I was totally oblivious to their existence. How is it? I asked my friend and colleague Professor George Carter of Texas that you are sending me all of these materials? Has no one studied them before?" Well, his answer was, for 75 years, I have been knocking on the study doors of professors of Greek and Latin. And each time I have been told that the objects that I had in my hand look like writing, but that it is not Greek and that it is not Latin, nor is it any script known to my consultants. So I emerged no wiser than before. Now the very manner in which George Carter and I were brought together is in itself instructive because it illustrates both the difficulties now besetting communication between men working in different disciplines and the strengths of those more liberal institutions of learning that encourage their faculty to cross the lines that divide the disciplines. Carter was trained as an archaeologist at the University of California at Berkeley. But he has chosen to devote much of his life to the study of the geographical distribution of man and his domesticated plants and animals. Through his research at John Hopkins and then later at Texas A&M, his work became well known to biologists at Harvard, especially to botanists working on the evolution and distribution of plants cultivated by man around the world. Now, I, for my part, though a marine biologist, have spent much of my life studying the ancient voyages of people who left inscriptions on remote islands which, of course, could only have been approached by sea. As a marine biologist, I felt obliged to examine this evidence because it would have a bearing on how the dispersal of man, plants, and animals might be influenced by ocean currents and winds.
9: You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation.
1: It is not my
2: obligation and do not point to me. Yes, you have a constitutional oath to uphold the Constitution, ma'am.
12: You you misunderstand the procedure. I will attempt to explain it to you. Objection. The documents that you want are not documents that are in the court's file at this point in time. Objection, I don't know if they would ever be in the court's file at this point in time. If that's your position not, that's is, not my problem, man. If you Absolutely, it's your problem. But it's not, if your not position problem. is that you want them from the prosecutor, and you have requested them from the
0: prosecutor, that's right.
12: and the prosecutor has failed to give them to you, that's right. you can make the appropriate application to the court, and you can say to the court, I've asked for them, I'm entitled to them, I haven't gotten them, order them to give it to me.
2: I've
9: already I have filed a notarized I affidavit of fact in reference to return of property
6: weeks ago. A notarized yeah. affidavit. So if you're telling me you don't have to acknowledge
4: acknowledged affidavits, all right, that's what your statement is. However, bottom line is this court has failed to prove jurisdiction and has avoided the uh, issue
9: of jurisdiction at all costs, And you don't, nobody in here has the status. Alright? Nobody has proven status, and nobody in here has the authority to
6: proceed. Now, the last hearing we discussed, you stated that this matter, this matter, you stated ma'am, for the record, you
4: stated, that this matter was relative to jurisdiction, not Mr. Keesler's position here, and not anything else. You stated that you were giving the prosecution a chance to prove jurisdiction, and he's not in the assigned prosecutor's
9: case, but obviously he's remaining silent, and he has nothing to state, so I move that this case
11: be dismissed.
12: When there is an appropriate application before this court to address the issue of discovery violations, jurisdiction, or anything else, The court will act. Filing a notarized or not notarized affidavit is not an appropriate way to bring a matter before the attention of the court. What you must file is a notice of motion that sets forth the relief that you want and it needs to be supported with a certification, an affidavit, whatever it is.
6: Can you repeat that, ma'am?
12: Notice of motion. This is that, exactly that, what I told Cheyenne, Matoda, Kushamir L.
5: Uh, for the record, man, which, uh, which rule, authority,
4: courtroom rule, uh, statute are you using
12: to address that It is in the court rules. I do not recall, and I'm not going to look up for you the exact court rule, but the court rules set out the procedure that you must follow.
8: Objection, ma'am i'm I'm not a part of your society. I'm not subject to your courtroom rules and you have not proven jurisdiction. And now, I will never address the
12: issue of jurisdiction and until and unless the appropriate application is made before the court because filing either an affidavit that's notarized or an affidavit that's not notarized does not bring it before the attention
4: of this court.
8: Objection. There's no discretion to ignore the lack of jurisdiction. Choice versus United States. Jurisdiction is fundamental, and a judgment rendered by a court that does not have jurisdiction in here is void initio, And that is uh, application of Y three p132 PD-132 versus Kadia. Once jurisdiction is challenged the court cannot proceed when it clearly appears the court lacks jurisdiction. The court has no authority to reach marriage, but rather should dismiss
4: the action. Malo versus United States 505 F two D. When jurisdiction is challenged,
8: the party invoked jurisdiction has the burden of a statute in a basel versus U.S. power like, like company. Courts enforcing their statutes do not act judicially but merely ministerially. Thus, no judicial immunity and unlike courts of law do not obtain jurisdiction by service of process, nor even arrest, and compelled appearance i by way of direct coercion. I'm going to make that clear for the record every time I have to appear. If I have to appear, the only reason I'm appearing here is by way of your direct coercion or your company's direct diversion.
2: You can What's read me. Let me interrupt
12: you, please. You can okay. read me this until the cows come home. You can read it ad nauseam and ad infinitum. It doesn't change the fact that until the issue is brought appropriately before this court no ruling with regard to jurisdiction is ever going to be made. Now let me ask you this question though. In the other matter, oh, first of all, let me let me backtrack a little bit. Um, in, in the uh, let me get the correct number out here because we now have two numbers. In the case with indictment number 08-04-0441, which is the one in which Cheyenne M. is also involved. I have severed those matters. So they will be on completely separate tracks. But uh, he told me that he had filed a notice of removal to the federal court. And my question to you is have you filed a notice of removal to federal court with regard to any of these matters?
8: Yes, ma'am. Notice of removal has
12: been filed. All of them? Regarding
4: all all matters. The three matters? Yes, the three Uh, matters
13: that uh, you. uh, Can
12: I ask you, please, when did you file
13: it? It was filed
8: last night. FedEx. To the Federal Court? To the Federal Court. Yes. right.
12: Yes. Uh, Uh, As I am sure you are aware, if the Court accepts them, then we will simply transfer them to the Federal Court. We won't deal with them anymore.
8: Okay. Well, I'm still sure you're aware of the matter that
4: you've not proven jurisdiction in either of the hearings and that you've avoided addressing the issue of jurisdiction.
12: And I will continue to not address the issue of jurisdiction until the appropriate motion is filed with the court and the court has the ability to address it and make a determination with regard to it.
13: And, and Judge, if I could just, for a minute, that, that's the issue at hand. As currently stands, we are representing objection, you are not, not representing the object. therefore it would be our responsibility to file that motion given the fact that you will not cooperate with our office, it's impossible for us to do that. But you really need to reach well, the
2: issue.
12: I, I, w- I, I, uh, I, I do want to get back to what Amir KCL said. Now, we addressed the issue to some extent with regard to the indictment. I have here for you, and the record will reflect, that I am giving you a copy of the indictment that has 08-07-0727, and also... 08-04-0441.
8: Objection. Uh, just for the record, the Office of Public Defense is not representing me. We don't have any power of attorney for me, and
4: uh, I'm not part of your society, so you cannot represent me, and we do not share nationalities. Okay, now, for the record, Mr. Kramer. Uh, I need the nationality of every agent in here, and I need the name and the information because I'm suing everybody.
12: Mr. Kramer.
4: Everybody. So I need everybody's name and your position, Excuse starting me. with you,
8: Excuse sir. Me.
12: Who is calling out from the audience?
8: I was, ma'am.
12: No, you were not. Um. Who was? No, do not hand anything over. Nothing.
0: In the audience, please do not call out while court is in session, or the officer will ask you to leave. Cheyenne M. Cushmer-L, would you state your name for the record, please?
12: Your attribute for the record, please. Uh,
8: Cheyenne M. Cushmer-L, on behalf of America's Empire Aboriginal Law. All right.
12: I want to ask you a couple of questions, please. Um, the first question I want to ask you is, are you employed?
8: Uh, objection, ma'am. This chairman is supposed to be about jurisdiction. This court has no jurisdiction. The court has no jurisdiction to determine its own jurisdiction for a basic issue in any case before a tribunal. Well, if I have no
12: jurisdiction to determine my own jurisdiction, how are you going to get that issue resolved?
8: Listen, this this case in this courtroom is a colorable incompetent court of jurisdiction. You can't, According to a federal case law, you can't set another hearing to reach and determine your own jurisdiction. As I've stated for the record plenty of times, I'm only having rest and conversion. And because the prosecution falsely holds my property and I'm here to clarify that matter. Other than that, I'm here under threat to of coercion. It is completely against federal case law. It has power to act, and a court must have the authority to decide that question in the first instance. That's Rescue Army versus Municipal Court of Los Angeles. A departure by a court from the recognized and established requirements of law, however close a parent adherence to Harris, the mere form and method of procedure which has the effect of depriving one of a constitutional right it's an excess of jurisdiction. You a flag right behind you, ma'am. May
12: I interrupt you for a moment, You please? may not, ma'am. I, I,
8: I'll then be would you, would you,
12: When you're done speaking, would you let me know so that I can ask a question?
8: I'm, I'm, I'm not obligated to answer any questions, so I have no intentions of answering any question well, I'll, ask it anyway, and then I'll ask it anyway, and, and you can decide what you want to say. Uh, thus, where a judicial tribunal has no jurisdiction of the subject matter on which it assumes to act, its proceedings are absolutely void in the fullest sense of the term, Dillon versus Dylan. Uh Courts enforcing mere statutes, as it is to my understanding that this is a statute, and not a constitutional violation of law. In fact, one of the hearings I had with you, you said people are not charged with constitutional violations. I don't understand how you could be enforcing statutes and you have to constitute the US flag behind you, as if you don't say t- you hadn't taken an oath to uphold the Constitution. Courts enforcing mere statutes do not act judicially but merely ministerially. Thus no judicial immunity, and unlike courts of law, do not obtain jurisdiction by service of process, nor even arrest and compel the parents. Boswell versus Otis. Pro- I've been here three or four times under threat to arrest and corruption. Prosecution doesn't even have Otis in front of him. He has no objections. He has nothing to say. He cannot prove jurisdiction. This court should have been dismissed this case. This is the colorful Court of Incompetent Jurisdiction. The fact that petitioner was released on a promise to appear before a magistrate for an arraignment, that fact is circumstance to be considered in determining whether the first instance there was a probable cause for the arrest, Monroe versus Popper. There is no discretion to ignore the lack of jurisdiction. Court must prove on all the record, all jurisdiction facts related to the jurisdiction asserted. A universal principle is old as the law is that proceedings of a court without jurisdiction are a nullity and it's judgment there without effect either on personal property. This case has already been put before the federal court and you will be receiving a notice of removal very shortly. This court has no jurisdiction. Prosecution can't prove jurisdiction. This case uh, shall be dismissed and it will.
12: Did you file a notice of removal with the federal court?
8: Yes, you will be receiving it shortly. All right.
12: Um, when I receive it, I will on it. This is my question to you, however. Are you employed
8: i'm not employed i'm not employed with any uh of uh, 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 corporations uh incorporated with the state of new jersey are you incorpor- are you uh, employed uh, with uh, any
12: corporation that's incorporated outside of the state? Objection. Of new i'm
8: not i'm not here to answer questions about uh my employment uh I, the last time i was made aware of this was supposed to be about whether this court has jurisdiction and clearly it doesn't. Uh, a question about employment has nothing to do with whether this court has jurisdiction, so I'm not obligated to answer those questions. And I, I shall not be answering any lo- more of those questions that are not pertaining to jurisdictional facts.
12: Well, this is my question to you. I asked it before. If you, if your position is that this court has no jurisdiction to
8: determine its own jurisdiction... Objection, man. That is not my ruling. That is not my holding. I've, I've given you the federal case law regarding such. Maybe you can take some time out that you need to do to, uh, to recheck that, but that's what the case law says, not what I said.
12: Well, I do have jurisdiction over you.
8: Number one, you're here in my courtroom. Objection, Number man. Two. You do not have jurisdiction over me. I'm here by way of threat, arrest, and coercion. Huh. The federal case law stipulates already that compelled uh, appearance and arrest warrants doesn't give uh, ju- uh, uh, a minister acting ministerially and not judicially enforcing their statute of jurisdiction. That's in- incorrect and false. You do not have jurisdiction because I'm here. You told me before when I was here that you would lock me up if I didn't come, which was threat to rescue coercion.
12: I think that you misstate what
8: I told you. Objection, ma'am. I have not misstated. I have the videos. I have it on repeat 24-7. I'm seeing you say.
12: I don't recall that I said I would lock you up.
8: Oh, well, objection, yeah. ma'am. That's on the record. Well,
12: you can object all that you want, sir, and I will continue to have a difference of opinion about that. All right. Well, we'll continue with today's proceedings, thanks. And I certainly appreciate the courtesy that you extended. All right, Mr. Walker, I know that you are here. Yes, Do you wish sir. to be heard, sir?
13: Honor I have uh, Kevin Walker hearing on behalf of the Office of the Public. Defender. Uh, we did uh, receive, after the last uh, hearing, a court order directing the Office of the Public Defender to uh, represent uh, this uh, defendant did file a motion for reconsideration, noting that uh, there has been no indigency uh, determination, which is uh, an essential component of uh, our appointment. So I would ask uh, respectfully that uh, an indigency determination be made uh, at this time, and that earlier to represent this defendant be vacated. All
12: right, thank you. Do you wish to be heard on the issue, Mr. Luciano? I don't wish. All right. I have inquired of Cheyenne Mutata Cushamirel concerning his employment. He tells me he is not employed in the state of New Jersey by any corporation, and therefore I determine that he does not have the present ability to pay for counsel to proceed in this matter.
8: Objection, ma'am. I don't don't know this gentleman. Uh, I haven't made any contracts with the public defender's office. Uh, I don't know what that was an attempt to do, but he does not have the authority to speak for me. Uh, So I would appreciate it if any uh, non-identified parties are determining to act on my behalf. First fill out an IRS form 56 and notify the IRS that they are acting in some sort of fiduciary capacity.
12: All right. Let's talk about the issue of, uh, Mr. Walker, I want to talk about the issue of jurisdiction. One of the issues that has been raised in this case and has been raised over and over again that really needs to be determined before we can proceed with it is with regard to jurisdiction. I have received, that was filed with the court, it was received in my chambers on January 7th, I'm not exactly sure if it was filed downstairs on a different day, something that has been entitled a non-negotiable affidavit of fact to dismiss with prejudice for lack of personum jurisdiction, lack of discovery and lack of an injured party. It purports to raise the issue before the court of lack of jurisdiction with regard to um, Cheyenne Mutata Kushner L. Uh, despite what Chayam Matata Kushimir l says, this is not an application to the court to uh, dismiss anything with anything. There are certain ways, as you are aware, Mr. Walker, to bring issues before the court. Um, what we need to do is have the issue brought before the court properly by way of a notice of motion. I don't even know if Mr. Luciano got a copy of this, but certainly you know that any motion filed has to be served on the prosecutor. How much time does your office need in order to do that, and did you receive a copy of this?
13: I have not received a copy of that, and uh, before I address that issue, I would respectfully request that uh, you inquire into this defendant's assets to see whether he has the present ability to retain private counsel.
12: He tells me he isn't employed in, uh, by a corporation,
8: so... Objection. This is obscene. Sir this is a conversation
12: that I'm having with Mr. Walker, not with you, this is, this and is the way you didn't me, want man. me to interrupt you, I would like you not to interrupt me or Mr. Walker.
8: Objection this man cannot speak for me man I had not filled out any public defender's applications nor contracts to agree to that you cannot force me against my consent to have someone who has I had no formal contract or agreement <coughs> with to uh, speak on my behalf I'm a natural flesh-and-blood man I don't want to have yes ma'am I do not have to have uh, an attorney at law a colorable attorney at law, de facto attorney at law, uh, propose or purport to speak to me in any in any, in any regards to these uh, matters at hand. March twenty third
12: sufficient time, Mr. Walker. I think so,
0: Judge. All right.
12: Then this matter shall be and hereby is continued until Monday, March twenty third, at nine o'clock.
8: Objection, ma'am, the notice of removal is already in. You will be receiving it today. If I
12: receive it before March 23rd at 9 9 a.m., I am aware of my obligations when a matter has been removed to federal court. If for some reason the federal court does not accept it or it's not properly filed or there's something else, that's the next day for this proceeding.
8: Objection, ma'am, I will not be participating in any more of these proceedings.
12: Do what you want. I can do that. This is the only notice that I will give you of the proceeding on March twenty third at nine o'clock in the morning. We don't send out letters reminding people, we simply expect that you will be here. Thank
13: that you. very you will much. be contacted by uh, my office and we'll uh, arrange an interview with him in the office and he'll have to uh, sign in
12: uh, Do you have his address?
13: Uh I it's the on address here. I have is the uh, the PL box it's objection it's right here.
8: Objection if you uh, attempt to contact
0: me and negotiate any contracts with me, you will be getting
9: sued in federal court, too, as well, sir. All right. Thank you very much. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joyelle, where remedy meets preparation.
14: And that, in fact, this is our land. So beginning with that premise, whether you're more or not more, I'm going to start with what law really is. Most of us think that we go into a courtroom and understand the difference between a court and a courtroom, that uh, the people who purport to use law really use words of art to make you believe, in fact, that law is uh, on the table when you walk into a courthouse or a courtroom, when in fact that's not true. And I would like to share with you tonight, regardless of your religious persuasion, what law really is. Law, and as Muslims would say, all law, is A-L-L space L-A-W. All law. All law. So for anyone who's of a Christian persuasion, don't be misled. And when you hear the term all law, all law is God. All right? That is also what we would say in lawful terms, a misnomer. All law is not God. God has no capacity and no standing to all law. Because God means governmental ordinance departments. There is no comparison. Now, who can use law? Law can only be used by people who are in their sovereign capacity. And I was, as I will share with you tonight, the majority of the people in the world, and I'm not going to get into all of the details about that, but the majority of the people in the world, 99% of them live in slavery today. So in 1863, via the Emancipation Proclamation, and I challenge you to go look in a law dictionary and look at the definition of emancipation and proclamation, and you will see that a proclamation is not a law. A proclamation is a public announcement by elected officials. It is not a law. So the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 did not set any slaves free. What it did was standardize slavery, the United States being the model for the standardization of slavery, that all of the other nations around the world, as they reduced their people from their sovereign capacity and forced them to join nation states, Then they were able to issue statutes, codes, ordinances, resolutions on them. And a statute, as in a state statute of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, is not a law. It is corporate policy of the corporation that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated. All right? Now, a code is not a law. The United States codes. The code of the laws of the United States of America that are used in federal court and the Supreme Court are not law. They are what they say they are. They are codes. Ordinances and resolutions of a municipality of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private nonprofit corporation that calls itself the city of Philadelphia, an ordinance and a resolution, as in parking ordinances, they are not law. They are what they say they are. They are ordinances and they are resolutions. All right? And the reason they are not law is because the only people who can issue law are people who are acting in their sovereign capacity. And the people who sit in these seats as elected officials are not, in fact, in their sovereign capacity. They are in a corporate ward status, meaning that they are wards of the state. They are members of... The corporation, which is a nonprofit, that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as long as they have a birth certificate on record with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with that birth certificate being a contract, a birth certificate is a contract. And as long as you have a contract with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, you belong to them, and that's what slavery really is. Right? So who can use law? If you are a member of a corporate ward state, if you are a member of a corporate ward nation that calls itself the United States of America, you are a citizen. Look in the law dictionary and look up the definition of citizen. A citizen is not a sovereign. A resident is not a sovereign. Therefore, if you use an address, which is a fictitious number associated with a designation issued by a corporate ward, right, then you become under the jurisdiction of those people who are also corporate wards but who are also slaveholders, all right? So if you are operating in that capacity, law does not apply to you. If you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private nonprofit corporation, and you say you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, then the ordinances and the resolutions of that private nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the... Statutes of that nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the United States of America, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the code of the laws, right, apply to you. But if you are a sovereign of the Moorish Empire, those ordinances, those resolutions... Those codes, those statutes do not apply to you because you are not a member of the corporate ward state. It's as simple as that. And they understand the difference. This is why on their documents, they use words of art. They use the word label. They use the word person. They use the word address. All of these things to place you in their jurisdiction and you unknowingly fill out forms every day and every time you fill out a form, you enter into a contract. I don't care what kind of form it is, it's a contract. A driver's license application is a contract. A social security application is a contract. When you call up the telephone company and you make a verbal contract over the telephone, this is why they can bill you. When you sign a deed, it is a contract. When you fill out a voter registration form, it is a contract. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever think. Every, anything that you put your signature on becomes a contract. All right? Now, the fact that you are not in your sovereign status means that you make a contract as a minor. They don't care. They know you are a minor because an, an To be other than a minor, you have to be in your proper person at law. And how we write that is this.
0: Can I have a transparent?
14: That's working. Can you bear with me for a minute and let me put this on because uh, I can't. Can y'all see that? Impropria persona. Impropria persona. When you are in your corporate ward status, you look like this to the court.
0: Mm
14: Pro se. Pro se meaning they get you in the court and they bring someone in called a... Got that? Pro se cuter. A prosecutor. Because you're in a corporate board status. Now, if you're in appropriate persona, say in their criminal allegations, The prosecutor cannot come into the courtroom and say anything to you because you're not in pro se status. Makes sense, right? The issues of law, the issues of law are threefold. The issues of law are status, jurisdiction, and adjudication. The first thing that happens when you walk into a courtroom in your corporate ward status is that they already make the assumption that you are a ward of the state and that you don't know any better. So they immediately start adjudicating you. As the first thing that happens when we walk into a courtroom is that we place our status on the record. On the record. We come in with our flag. We come in with our treaty. We come in with the Constitution we signed with them. And understanding that the Constitution is a contract. It's
9: You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joelle, where remedy meets preparation.
15: Have you ever stood and stared at it, marveled at its beauty, its genius? Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. Did you know that the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world, where none suffered, where everyone would be happy? It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believe that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. So the perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from. Which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this. The peak of your civilization. I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you it really became our civilization which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You've had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And The only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus.
2: Human beings
15: are a disease. A cancer of this planet. You are a plague. And we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I... Hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it, I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive. Isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key, my
16: There are people that's awake, and there's people asleep. Mm -hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. Mm -hmm. We, it used to, they say 5%. (laughs) No, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So, you're going to be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body, and these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. Now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down, and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. <laughs> now, <laughs> you're here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. Mm -hmm. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good.
17: Yes. You see, the the basic
16: senses. You see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're moving, but they're brain dead. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra, and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. Mm -hmm. They can look pretty, they can have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. whether they're conscious or not you see it has nothing to do with what a person wears it has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they're radiating above the root shock and I guarantee you this right now even if some of you are just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year I guarantee you you always felt special since you was a baby now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was, you see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special, and you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I was, old, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school, and I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends. One of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, "Well, how do you how do you feel, man? You you've ad- you educated yourself." I said, "Man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time." I said, "I told him. I said I thought when I came here to this university." that when i left i was going to have some kind of knowledge i didn't know what the knowledge was all i know is what i when i went through for 4 years i didn't have shit I, I, I knew i felt empty now it was it was you know it was a couple of years later that what i was missing i realized was knowledge you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. but i I, but, but I knew something was wrong you see and that's what it is you you always thought that, you were, you, you, that something was missing. And that's why, that's exactly because you were, you, you were gravitating above the root shock.
9: You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.
1: All right, all right,
4: all right. Peace to the gods. What's going down? Welcome to the show. This is right here on the bottom line, right here on the new Evolution Radio Network. I'm your host, Joey Bounce L. Bay. Today is Sunday, May the 19th. We're getting ready to go into a new cycle. What I know about that new moon cycle we're about to hit up, man? Hope y'all getting your manifestations on point, because we definitely getting ready into a new cycle, whether you realize it or not. And uh, you may be feeling it in your life. I've certainly seen it in mine. So hopefully, you know, you're using this energy that we're getting to come into, um, you know, Some new energy And uh, manifest some good positive things In your life this year Alright So, peace to the gods Welcome to the show Make sure you go to makemorecommerce.com That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R Commerce.com You need to set up a consultation with me You know You're talking in private If you need some help If you need a product, whatever Go over there that's where you need to go okay or I at my man Jonah the bank go to john right we're here to help y'all so with that being said man we're gonna be in Orlando uh next month in June we're gonna be there we're gonna be there around the 15th that's the third weekend in June yeah that's Saturday Saturday the 15th the day got moved so if you in Orlando come out we're going to be there Alright We'll have the flyer up And the information for y'all shortly Takes a little bit to get everything together For seminars man So Tonight We're going to deal with The second amendment And we've touched on it before And I want to touch on it again And I'm going to touch on it tonight Because You know This this, this case really Got my attention Because People have called into the show and have given their testimony, you know, about, you know, potentially having a a pistol or a firearm and accidentally taking it to the airport or thinking that they could carry and travel with it, you know, and it was an accident, no problem. They didn't get on the airplane with it. I, don't think I know one person who actually did get on the airplane with it. If you go back in the archives, I think he's in one of the archives. But other than that, everybody else I know that did that shit, who had the injunction in in place, right? You know, it's a little slap on the wrist. You know, hey, listen, man, just come back get your pistol when you get back in town. We just we gotta hold it though, you know. It's a safety precaution, okay? So, but you know, you get a rapper that does this shit, you know, we got to set an example. We can't have this nigga running around thinking that he can, you know, carry a pistol on a public airplane like that, okay? So, he's in the public now. He is operating in the public, whether you private or not. You go through a public airport, that's pretty public. And you're using their planes? Yeah, you're subject to their laws, man. You're in their jurisdiction, you understand? So... We're looking at, was this constitutional or not, right? And, you know, we got to look at the background of this, this case. Speaking of the devil, my man's in the background right now. <laughs> now, we're going to look at this case, and I think we should look at it in depth. So I got to turn my mic up. Hold on.
9: How's that? Can you hear me better? Can I be heard? Can I be heard? Y'all can
4: hear me okay? You know, these mics, Uh, they've been playing with my mic all night, to be honest with you. They actually was playing with my phone. it took me so long to get in. They was playing with my phone. My shit froze up like three, four times. I had to restart the phone. Well, you can hear me, so we're going to have to roll with it. All right? We're going to have to try to roll with it. Let's see if we can fix it one time. Let's see. All right? Let's see if we can fix it. I don't, not being able to hear what I'm about to break down. Okay. Just a second, y'all. We're
17: going we're gonna to get this situated here.
9: Okay, how's that? Can you hear me okay now? Can I be heard? Go ahead and let me know, Hollywood, since you're in the back. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, all right, we're going to roll with it. We're going to just see if. Uh, Hopefully, y'all can hear me and hear what I got to say, right? So, we're talking about the Second Amendment tonight, and one of the things that's very important for us to remember when we're dealing with the Second Amendment, right, is we're talking about your gun rights. We're talking about your right to bear arms, right? We're talking about your right. You can hear me loud and clear. No problem. Right? So, we're talking about your gun rights, right? And anytime we start talking about your gun rights, what are we talking about? We're talking about... Your right to defend your family, right? Your right to defend
9: your your safety, your property, yourself. These are inherent
4: rights, right? I mean, I don't know no nigga that wouldn't defend his family, right? Or wouldn't have a strap in his car if he had a nice whip, if he felt like, you know, his life might be in danger going somewhere now. With that being said The second amendment is Your right to carry Right Your right to bear arms as they call it So I, I just I mean is it to me that in this country We have things to forgotten It's like It's like amnesia to niggas That we have a constitution Okay Constitution protects your right to carry, to bear arms. All right. The Constitution protects your right to carry, your right to bear arms. Right now, because mind you, the Constitution does not give you your right to protect your God-given, natural, inherent rights. Right, the rights that were given to you by your Creator. Okay, so let's just get that straight right now, that the Constitution, in no way, no shape, no form, does does mm-hmm. does the Constitution give you your rights, right? It just lays them out, says, yeah, this is what this brother's rights is, okay? So, with that being said, that we have the hardest times audio tonight, it's
0: crazy
4: hold on a second y'all
17: hopefully we can get this thing worked out
4: okay, there we go alright, so I apologize too if y'all have problems with hearing me tonight with the audio we are trying the best we can to get this audio thing worked out man, maybe every time we start dropping shit or we announce a topic this is what happens so when we're looking at this whole Second Amendment, and, and I want y'all to, to really take this at heart, right, because a lot of people fail to, you know, they fail to fully understand that if we don't have, like, if I restrict your right to carry, that restricts my right to carry. Okay? And so, if we don't have a check and balances here in terms of where you can carry and where you can't. And you have state legislatures who set the bar, or federal legislatures, right, who are setting the bar and enforcing laws that, you know, they're what they call special law, right? I'm sorry, ex post fact you have to call it by its original name, because if you don't know what that is, or law that was written after the fact. But let me pull it up for you in case you don't know. facto law is a law that retroactively changes the consequences okay, or the status of actions that were committed or the relationships that existed before the enactment of the law. So in criminal law, it may criminalize actions that were legal when committed and it may aggravate a crime by bringing, bringing bringing it into a more severe category than it was when it was committed. So it may change the punishment of a prescribed uh, crime, right? Basically, nigga, if you couldn't jaywalk, if you could jaywalk when they wrote the Constitution, you should be able to jaywalk now. Let's put it like that. Okay? So, when we start talking about the Second Amendment, we gotta be real specific here. Right? Because if your right to carry has been restricted, now let me just put it in perspective for y'all, okay? In the state of Missouri, you can conceal and carry without a permit, you can open carry now without a permit. People were like excited about oh you can open carry. Some people didn't like it, some people was with it, some people wasn't. But let me let me put it in perspective for you. When the people put the pressure on the legislature and they said, Listen, man, y'all making us have licenses for concealing carry, right? To do something that's constitutional, right? Hold on now, follow this. The people came forward and said, Man, this is not constitutional. Y'all need to The state legislature needs to change this shit. Guess what they did? They made an amendment to their special law, the ex post facto law, right? And, And don't forget they have a corporate constitution. And we're going to talk about that too. But they make an amendment to pass the law in the state of Missouri and Kansas, by the way, it says that you can open, carry, conceal, and carry. You don't need a permit. Completely legal. Okay? You got other states that have done this. Okay? Then you got to stand your ground law and all this other shit, right? Now, why do you need statutes, right, to do something that's constitutional? The only reason why you would need to do that would be to control a particular group of people, These are what special laws are for, to control particular groups of people at particular locations, at particular times,
9: for particular reasons,
4: for whatever the fuck.
9: That's pretty simple to understand. I mean, you know, slavery exists, so let's not kid ourselves that it doesn't. Okay, Municipalities own a whole lot of slaves, believe it or not, with it or not, it's happening
4: right in front of your face. Now, let's talk about Juel Santana, okay? I'm going to read a little bit of this article to you, and then we're going to go in on this case, because I've pulled the case files for this brother, and I see some issues. That big wop instrumental. Shout out to all my niggas getting big wop out there. Now, rapper Joel Santana has been sentenced to 27 months in prison Wednesday for attempting to bring a loaded gun on flight, leaving Newark Airport in March. Court records show that in August, the New Jersey resident, whose real name was LeRon James, pleaded guilty to weapon possession by a convicted felon and carrying a weapon on an aircraft. What was he thinking? (laughs) In a federal court in Newark. Now, the charges could have gotten him as much as five years behind bars. I actually registered as he was facing 20, right? So the 36-year-old Santana, who remained out on bail, has been allowed to travel, but his movements were tracked by the government. He had to return home at certain times to meet a curfew, according to court documents. And in addition to performing in New York City, the Harlem native has been filming uh, his reality show. Okay. So on March 9th, the rapper arrived at Newark Airport at 6 p.m. for a 625 flight. So he was already late as fuck, right? But he already checked in, so he thought he was just going to slide right through. So during the x-ray screening of his bag, a Transportation Security Administration agent identified a suspected firearm. According to court documents, Santana then retreated from the security checkpoint area where his belongings, right, left behind a thirty eight caliber handgun. Okay, so this nigga had a handgun. We need to ask ourselves, why the hell was this nigga traveling through the airport with a handgun? What was he what was his intention? And it was loaded, by the way. Maybe he was a little fucked up or something. I don't know. But, okay, he left behind a .38 caliber handgun, a New York State driver's license, or oh, there you go, and two bags. Okay? A search ensued to find Santana after he left the airport. Authorities said he returned himself into police custody about two days later. Santana previously had run with the law enforcement. Okay? In 2011, he had charges for weapon possession and drug offenses. He pleaded guilty to... Marijuana distribution charge, right? Court records show this nigga has no, um, I, this nigga doesn't know the law at all. Now, in two other incidents, he pleaded guilty to violating a restraining order. The was not immediately taken into prison following his sentence to having secured the government's permission to perform on Long Island on Friday. It's not known when he would be required to return himself in the authorities. Now, I can tell you he's in jail now, right? Because this article was written. Back in April, that nigga's locked up now.
9: So, let's
4: get down to the case, because I thought the case was quite interesting. And the docket on the case is actually not very long, so let's get into it, right? And and I'm going to show you why this is a problem. Now, the indictment against him was done against the grand jury. That's the first
9: problem right there. The grand jury... In the 4th
4: District of New Jersey, sitting in Newark, okay? Count one. Possession of a fire on by a convicted felon on or about March ninth, 2018, in Essex County, in the District of New Jersey, and elsewhere, the defendant. Okay? They said in elsewhere. They're talking about the airport. Now. Ron James, A.K.A. Juels Centena, having been convicted of a crime punishable by imprisonment for a term of exceeding one year in the Superior Court of New Jersey, Bergen County, did knowingly possess and affecting and affecting check this affecting commerce a loaded firearm. Let me repeat that again: did knowingly possess in and affecting commerce a loaded firearm, namely a thirty-eight caliber. Daring handgun bearing serial number F seven oh two six one and two rounds of thirty-eight caliber ammunition. In check this, in violation of title eighteen of the United States Code, section nine twenty two G one. Now let's
2: go take a look at what that is, right?
4: United States Code, nine twenty-two G one. Let's pull it up. The US Code. 922 G1. Okay, here it is: unlawful acts for any person other than a licensed importer, licensed manufacturer, a licensed dealer, or a licensed collector who does not reside in any state to receive any firearms, unless such receipt is for lawful supporting purposes.
16: Now, what the hell does that got to do with carrying a firearm on a plane?
4: Well, hold on. Let's look at the specific section that they say that he violated. Okay. Okay, because so they said that he violated uh nine twenty two G one. So let's just look at one. Okay. One says except for a licensed importer. Right, okay. So I read that one. Let's read B Except for a licensed importer or licensed manufacturer to engage in the business of importing manufacturing ammunition or in the course of business to ship, transport, or receive any ammunition. Okay. Two for any importer, manufacturer, dealer. So they say that he violated what looks like an import-export law, right? They're saying you got to be a, a basically a customs agent
9: to carry a firearm to and from. Now, that don't line up with the Constitution and the laws that I know. Okay, but then let's go to the next one because,
4: I mean, these, these people, they, they're so egregious, right? They're just throwing the charges on you. And they don't care, do
9: they? Okay, so let's
4: go to the next one. Count two. On or about March ninth, twenty eighteen, Essex County, in the district court of New Jersey and elsewhere, the defendant and it you this is the indictment. LeRon James, A. K. A. Joel Santana knowingly did get did attempt to get on the an aircraft in or intended for operation in air transportation or air air transit, excuse me, or interstate air transportation. Okay. They put that in there for commerce while in the possession of a concealed dangerous weapon that would be acceptable to him in flight. Now, this nigga is a public risk is what they're saying. He's a, Oh, I can't think of the word Something public I, It'll come to me
9: Okay
4: Okay Because he, he becomes a problem He's affecting commerce now According to them But Let's keep going In violation of Title 49 United States Code Section 46505B1 So let's look at that one Okay so, they're trying to say that he's not an agent, so you're in violation of that. Then they're trying to say that he's in violation of Title 49. So, let's look at Title 49, Section 46505. Okay. Title 49. USC, Section 46505B1. USC 46505B1. Let me pull that up for y'all. Okay. 46505B1, U.S. Code, Regulations. Here it is. Okay. Except as otherwise provided in part regulation, prescribe the order issued by the Secretary of Transportation the administration, or the Administrator... Of the, of the transportation secretary Administration with respect to security dues and powers designated To be carried out by the administrator Of the transportation security Administration or the administrator Of the federal aviation administrator, Administration with respect to aviation Safety duties and powers Designated to be carried out by Administrator of the federal aviation Administration which takes effect With a reasonable time prescribed by the Secretary of the administrator You you how to keep going back to that shit. Well, you know what they're saying, right? Nigga, you're not uh, a police officer. You're not a federal agent. And, nigga, you have no, no right
2: to hop on
4: this public-ass
2: aircraft.
4: <laughs> okay? Knowingly,
16: hopping on a public aircraft,
4: right? Made it worse when you ran away from, from the pistol. You would have done better to stick with it. So, he made it worse by running away because... Listen, had he stuck with him, he could have said, you know, this is this is my personal property, and you know, so my life was in danger, and I got a Second Amendment right to carry. But no, 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 no. that ain't what they threw on him. Man, this these charges ain't got nothing to do. This indictment has nothing to do. And I mean, nothing. Nothing to do with an aircraft. In terms of him bringing a fire on Lauren there personally. This is all to do with niggas, you're not an agent. You're not you're not one of us. Okay? Well, let's keep going. Forfeiture allegation. The allegations contained in counts one and two of this indictment are incorporated by reference as though set forth in
9: full herein for the purpose
4: of alleging forfeitures pursuant to eight USC nine twenty-four D and twenty eight USC twenty four.
0: 246, excuse me, 2461C. Okay?
4: So you can go pull those particular codes, and then they'll tell you further why they're charging him with this. Now, upon conviction of the offense and violation of 18 U.S.C. 922G1, which is set forth in count one of this indictment, or the offense and violation of 49 U.S.C. 46505, which is set forth in count two of this indictment, the defendant, Lalonde James, a.k.a. Joel Santana, shall forfeit to the United States any firearm and ammunition involved in or used in the commission of such offense, including but not limited to the following caliber uh, De- uh, derringer handgun and two rounds of 38. Caliber ammunition. Then they they wrote a true bill and somebody signed it and then they redacted it and then it's a four person, right? Okay? Then the, you have the U.S. state attorney for that state that they put that in there. Now that was the indictment, real short indictment. But we're gonna go into the actual. Well, I like
17: to call it the suit that went in on. Them. So let's pull that up. Uh,
4: now, United States District Court, the District of New Jersey. Okay, says that I. This is uh U.S. United States of America versus the Ron James. Okay, Honorable Mark F. Uh, magistrate. Uh, look, he's a magistrate. Criminal complaint says I, Eric Lynch, being duly sworn, state the following this is true and correct. Now, this ain't nothing but an affidavit that he did against them. All they're doing is affidavit. All this shit could have been with Buddy. This nigga said, fuck it, I'm going to take the plea deal. Now, I, Eric Lynch, being duly sworn, state the following is true and correct to the best of my knowledge and disbelief. See, attachment A. I further state that I am a special agent with the, with the, uh, we're going gonna to say their name, okay? And this complaint is based on the following facts and you know, seeing on the attached pages, okay? So, you see, they got some alphabet boys involved. Now, the task force uh, officer, Lynch, attested to this affidavit by a telephone pursuant to the Federal Rules Criminal Procedure 4.1B2A. Look at that. He attested to the affidavit by a phone? Uh, Nigga, what? Man, I would be rebutting all of this starting from the affidavit. How you going to rebut something by the phone? Okay. Attachment A, count one, possession of a firearm by a convicted On or about March the 9th, 2018 in Essex County in the District of New Jersey and elsewhere, the defendant, LaVon L. James, having been convicted of a crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year in the Superior Court of New Jersey, Bergen County did knowingly possess in and affecting a commerce,
1: a firearm,
4: in affecting commerce, a firearm. Namely, a loaded thirty-eight caliber Derringer handgun, bearing serial number F-2061, and two rounds of the thirty-eight caliber ammunition. Okay? So we, we we went through all of this. Now, hold on. Okay, uh, I want to point something out to y'all here. Just because they keep saying that he's affecting commerce. But how did he affect commerce? He didn't get on the plane. Matter of fact, he was, he was running behind. He was late, he probably wouldn't have made to get on the plane if he got there at six o'clock. Right. Now, I got my little pistol in my backpack. And if I'm running behind, right, and I don't check my backpack, I might forget the pistols in there. Right? Might forget you got it in there. It's possible it happens. It is possible. This it
16: actually does happen. But how do you defend yourself when stuff like this happens? How do you?
4: See, most people, they they go and grab for a lawyer immediately. But why would the lawyer be your first offense when you have things like the Constitution that clearly state the very opposite of what these people are trying to uh, do, you know, in terms of pursuing the laws, the laws that they create. Now, Having been convicted of the Ronald James of a crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year, okay, he knowingly did attempt to get on an aircraft in or intended for operation in air transportation or interstate air transportation. Now, what's interstate commerce? Let's just look that up because I want y'all to understand what interstate commerce is, so y'all can get it. Hold on, let me put a definition up. Okay. interstate commerce definition. Here we go. Interstate commerce crosses state lines and is within the federal government's authority to regulate if it chooses. See that? Interstate commerce is conducted within the state's borders. State law applies. Unless a preemptive federal law applies, interstate commerce occurs between different states. Okay? So and let me pull up another definition for y'all.
17: Let's go here. Let's make it a little better. Okay.
4: The Interstate Commerce Improvement Act, okay? Um, it prohibits with the exception of employees of local government, any county, municipality or other political subdivision or state adopting enforcing an ordinance, resolution, rule or policy that creates a protected classification or prohibits discrimination on the basis not contained in state law. See, each state got these interesting commerce rules about how they do commerce under the federal government. Now, and shout out to Joan LeBay for dropping this information on me, though, because this is powerful. You have what's known as the Judiciary Act, and we're going to get into that. And I'm going to show you why the Judiciary Act makes all of this shit unconstitutional. Right? Because why? It was done under the Fourteenth Amendment. Now your fourteenth Amendment is unconstitutional. Well, we know that. We know that to be true. Right? You've even had um you've even had your um your congressional records. Okay. You got the congressional records, nineteen sixty seven. Where all the senators they come together and they tell you, man, this thing's unconstitutional. Like okay. So let me go back to the case. I'm almost done here. Now, Leron James under attachment B, okay, um, this is what Eric Lynch says about him. He says that I, Eric Lynch, am a task officer with them alphabet boys. I am fully familiar with the fact that what they're in based on my own investigation, my conversations with other law enforcement officers and my reviews of reports, documents and other items of evidence, where statements of others are related herein. They are related in substance in part because this complaint is being submitted for a limited purpose. I have not set forth each and every fact that I know concerning this investigation. See that? Where the where I assert then excuse me, where I assert that an event took place on a particular date, I'm asserting that it took place on or
9: about
4: the date alleged. Look at this shit. This nigga's doing two years because of some alleged shit. It was alleged. He, matter of fact, he went back two days later and claimed the bag. I don't even know if I would have went back and claimed the bag. Once you once you leave the airport, nigga, you stay gone. Now, on or about. March 9th, 2018, shortly after 6 p.m., Leron James submitted a carry-on bag for inspection at Checkpoint C-1 in the Newark Liberty International Airport. While he waited for his bag to be screened, James placed an area nervously, excuse me, he paced the area nervously and requested that several individuals screen his bag expeditiously because he was going to miss his flight. James had previously checked in his flight UA, UA 748 to San Francisco, California, which was scheduled to depart Newark
0: at
4: 6:25. Number two, during the X-ray screening of James's luggage, a Transportation Security Administration, that's your TSA, agent identified a suspected firearm and contacted the Port Authority Police. Upon seeing that his bag had garnered additional attention from the TSA security screening, James retreated from the security checkpoint area without his belongings and departed Newark Airport in the taxi. James was identified in part by his New York State driver's license and the boarding pass for his intended flight, both of which were left behind. <laughs> which would mean that he sent his bag through first. Must have had two bags. Or all his shit was in one bag.
18: I don't know either way. What
4: the fuck was he thinking? Seriously, dude. Number two. Number three. Sorry. Further investigation of James' carry-on bag revealed that it contained a .38-caliber handgun, which was loaded with two caliber bullets. Number four, being recovered in New Jersey on or about March 9, 2018, the firearm moved in interstate commerce. The firearm moved in interstate commerce. You, you get that? In addition, the firearm is operable and is designed to ex- expel a projectile. By the action of an explosive. What the fuck They just well, They really embellish they? Number five James has been convicted of a felony in the past Including the 2013 conviction For manufacturing and distribution of Dispensing of controlled dangerous substance In violation of the NJ this New Jersey SA 2C355A1 That offense is punishable by a term of imprisonment For exceeding one year Now I'm going to tell you something This shouldn't even be included Why are you including my prior history? That should not even be an issue in this case. But they're including that in there. See, there's a lot of problems with this case.
1: Now, let me show you
4: all something because this is interesting, right? So the Judiciary Act, like I said, shout out out to Jonah, man, for, for showing this to me. But the Judiciary Act of 1869, sometimes called the Circuit, Uh, Judges Act of 1869 is a United States statute, which provided that the Supreme Court of the United States would consist of the chief justice in the United States and eight associate justices, established separate judgeships for the U.S. circuit courtships, excuse me, the U.S. circuit courts, and for the first time included a provision allowing federal judges to retire without losing their salary. And this is the most recent legislation altering the size of the Supreme Court. It says that being enacted by the House of Representatives in the United States of America and the Congress assembled, that the Supreme Court of the United States shall here and after consist of the Chief Justice of the United States and eight associate justices, and six of whom shall constitute a quorum. And for the purpose of this act, there shall be an appointed
9: an additional uh, associate judge of the said court.
0: Okay, so that's the Judiciary
4: Act of 1869. All right. So in addition, it stipulated that each of the nine circuit courts of the United States would have a circuit court judge appointed, uh, who would basically reside in the in the area. So in each state, you got these circuit courts and you got these judges who sit over this thing because it's the Judiciary Act, right? So this is how they could create all your special laws, your U.S. codes, and all this shit, right? And then these guys are going to follow it. So though the law did not abolish the circuit, riding by the justices of the Supreme Court, it significantly reduced the burden by requiring each justice to attend circuit court in each district. And this is why we tell you, you know, you got your Article One, Article Two, Article Three. You got to make them move. They move from one court to the next. Right?
9: And they know what's going on. So
4: then you gotta remember that the Fourteenth Amendment is what allows them to do the judiciary the judiciary try to say that ten times, the Judiciary Act. Right? That we have. So an earlier version of the legislation had been approved by the fortieth Congress at the close of the session in uh, eighteen sixty nine. Okay, but fell victim to what they call a pocket veto. Okay. Now a pocket veto, you don't know what a pocket veto is, that's a legislative maneuver it allows a president or other official with the veto power to exercise that power over a bill by taking no action at all okay so they had a pocket veto why you not they a pocket veto in
0: 1869 what was going on here
2: hmm. let me what year let's pull that up
4: So, 1867 we had the Reconstruction Act. And then, 1869 we had a pocket veto. We should be asking ourselves why this was going on. Why was there a pocket veto, and why was the 40th Congress at the end of it, end of legislation? How come nobody was here to vote? What was going on at that time period? What was they were still reconstructing the government? Because then they came in with the Judiciary Act of eighteen o one. Now let me show you something. Hold on, eighteen. Excuse me, not eighteen o one. Eighteen sixty nine. Now let me let me pull up Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, because the Fourteenth Amendment. Oh I
0: love it. Hold on. Yeah.
17: All right, here we go.
4: 14th Amendment to the Constitution was adopted July 9, 1868 and as the Reconstruction Amendment, arguably one of the most consequential amendments right to this day the amendment addresses citizenship rights and equal protection of the laws and was proposed in response to the issues related to former slaves former Moors following the American Civil War Now, check this out. In 1868, they created the 14th Amendment. 1869, it did the Judiciary Act. Okay? And you want to tell me that they didn't reconstruct history? That they not been creating their own laws? Now, you also have to look at what's known as the Council of Law Revision. Let me pull them up. Office of Law Revision Council. Okay? Because these are the, the people who make your goddamn laws, your your, your so called laws, that your boy Joel Santana is locked up on right now. The Office of Law Revision Council of the United States House of Representatives prepares and publishes the United States Code, which is consolidation and codification by subject matter of the general and permanent laws of the United States. So the office was created in 1974 when the provisions of Title Two. Section 205, House Resolution 988-38, United States Congress were enacted by Public Law 93. You see, the Law Revision Council is a group of private lawyers. The council takes each act of Congress, it covers more than one subject, and they make the revisions indicated to each title under the, the code. So they basically have the discretion to write law. Now, the council also regularly reviews the United States Code and proposes new titles to be enacted as positive law, It means that it lines up with the Constitution, Okay, and also means that they would displace all prior statutes on the same subject and become the law itself. Okay, That's unconstitutional, even doing that. Now, some proposed titles are simply updated of the United States Code, titles that were previously codified as what they call prima facie evidence okay, of the statutory law have not been enacted by positive law. So this is what I'm telling y'all. Every time we we start looking at law, you got to look at who's creating the law. So your boy Jumbo Santana got locked up under 18 U.S.C. 922G and 49 U.S.C. 46505B1. These codes don't have nothing to do with him having a firearm personally. Now let me show you because I already showed y'all those laws. But let me pull up the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment of the United States Constitution, and I'm going to read the one in my state, too, because I don't want y'all to think that I'm only to federal shit. I'm going to read both. The Second Amendment of the United States Constitution reads as well,
9: right, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state.
4: We know what a state is, right? The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Such language has been considerable debate regarding the amendment's intended scope. On one hand, some believe that the amendment's phrase, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, creates an individual constitutional right for citizens of the United States. Now, check it out. If you're a citizen of the United States, the reason why they wrote it like that so ambiguously is because you don't technically have a right to bear arms. You have a privilege. Under the 14th Amendment. This is what they've given you is a privilege because you've taken United States citizenship and you've decided to be that. All right? Now, if that's what you want to be, that's cool. That ain't no problem. Just understand that you're regulated by code and statutes. You're not a, a sovereign. Like your boy said, I'm sovereign. I can do that. You can't do that unless you're sovereign. This is, I mean, I'm showing y'all the codes. So on hey, here we go. On one hand, some believe that the amendments phrase the right of the people to keep and bear arms creates an individual constitutional right for citizens of the United States. Okay? Some believe that. Isn't that interesting? Now, on the other hand, under this individual right series, what they call it, the United States Constitution restricts legislative bodies from prohibiting firearm possession or at the very least the amendment renders prohibitory and restrictive regulation presumptively unconstitutional on the other hand some scholars point to the prefatory language as a well-regulated militia to argue that the framers intended only to restrict Congress from legislating away a state's right to self-defense but that's bullshit we know what they meant. now In 1939, the U.S. Supreme Court considered the matter of the United States versus Miller, where the court adopted what they call a collective rights approach. In this case, determining that Congress should regulate a sawed-off shotgun that had moved in interstate commerce under the National Firearms Act of 1934. There you go. So because of the evidence, did not suggest that the shotgun, quote, has some reasonable relationship to the preservation or efficiency of a well-regulated militia, end quote, that the court could then explain that the firearms included the Second Amendment to ensure the effectiveness of the military, because whoever it was that was carrying the shotgun didn't use the Constitution and make themselves a party to it and say, listen, uh, here's the state constitution in which I'm a party of, and those bullshit laws are going to find me. Now the precedent stood for nearly seventy years. When in two thousand eight, the U.S. Supreme Court revisited the issue in the case of the District of Columbia versus Heller. Plaintiff and Heller challenged the constitutionality of the Washington D.C. handgun ban, a statute that had stood for thirty-two years. Many considered the statute the most stringent in the court in the nation. In a five-to-four decision, the court meticulously detailing the history and the tradition of the Second Amendment at the time of the Constitutional Convention, proclaimed that the Second Amendment established the individual right for U.S. citizens to possess firearms and struck down the D.C. handgun ban as a, a violative
16: of that right.
4: The majority called out Miller as the exception to the general rule that Americans may possess firearms, Claiming that law abiding citizens cannot use sawed off shotguns for any law abiding purpose. So, which law are you abiding by? Right? Because there's no purpose in their codes that says that you can carry a, uh, even a shotgun. Sawed off shotgun. That's you is that. And do want you carrying. Guess what? It's not in their codes. The Constitution doesn't prohibit that, though. So why are they prohibited? Okay. So, further, the court suggested that the United States Constitution would not disallow regulations prohibiting criminals and admittedly ill from the firearm possession. Thus, the Supreme Court has revitalized the Second Amendment. The court continues to strengthen the Second Amendment through 2010 in the decision of McDonald versus the city of Chicago. The plaintiff in McDonald challenged the constitutionality of the Chicago handgun ban, which prohibited handgun possession by almost all private citizens. In a 5 to 4 decision in the court, citing the intentions of the framers and the ratifiers of the 14th Amendment, look at that, held you know, that the Second Amendment applies to the states through the incorporation doctrine. Now, let's pull that up, because what the fuck is that? The incorporation doctrine, if you don't know, is a constitutional doctrine for which the first ten amendments of the United States Constitution, known as the Bill of Rights, are made applicable to the state through the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. Prior to the doctrines and the 14th Amendment existence, the Bill of Rights applied only to the federal government and the federal court case the states and the courts would choose to adopt similar laws, but were under no obligation to do so. After the passage of the 14th Amendment, the Supreme Court, favor of the process called selective incorporation this basically under selective this is what they call the incorporation doctrine okay this is a constitutional doctrine where uh selected provisions of the bill of rights are made applicable to states through the due process clause of the 14th amendment so they they choose they pick and choose what the fuck is applicable to them through the 14th amendment so after the passage of the 14th amendment the supreme court Right, they start using the selective incorporation shit where they say, uh, oh, okay, this applies, this don't apply, this this applies, this don't apply." So this is where you get the Judiciary Act that I just showed you. Okay, now under selective incorporation, the Supreme Court will incorporate certain parts of certain amendments rather than incorporating the entire amendment at once. So as a note, the Ninth Amendment and the Tenth Amendment have not been incorporated, and it's unlikely that they'll ever be. The text of the amendment directly interacts with state law, and the Supreme Court rarely relies on the Ninth Amendment when deciding cases.
9: See? So, all right. First Amendment, uh, partial incorporation. First Amendment, the right to indictment by a grand jury has not been incorporated. Okay? Third Amendment. No incorporation. Okay? Uh, Second Amendment sixth amendment the right to a jury selected from residents of a crime location has not been incorporated seventh amendment no incorporation the fourth amendment okay so here we go The, the first amendment the second amendment
4: the fourth amendment they're all under full incorporation
0: the sixth amendment
4: The 5th Amendment and the 8th Amendment are under what they call partial incorporation. And the 3rd Amendment and the 7th Amendment are under no incorporation.
0: Isn't that some interesting shit?
4: That's your
9: incorporation doctrine. Oh, boy, but the rabbit hole goes deep. Okay? So then you have
4: your supremacy clause, okay? So your supremacy clause is Article what is it? Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. Okay, because your supremacy clause is important. Okay, here we go. Your supremacy clause is Article... I'm sorry, I'm horrible. I'm a number of six, Article six. Okay, so under Article six, of the supremacy clause, it says here that Uh, The United States Constitution establishes the Constitution, the federal laws made pursuant to it, and the treaties made under its authority, which constitute the supreme law of the land. It provides that the state courts are bound by the supreme law, and in the case of conflict between federal and state law, the federal laws must be applied. So even state constitutions are subordinate to federal law. Why? Because of the 14th Amendment. Remember your states were your first 14th Amendment. I don't know I don't know why people forget that. I mean I've had a few people ask me that too. Well the state is the fourteenth Amendment citizen. The state became the first citizen and then 'cause they incorporated first and then they made you a US citizen. So you a US citizen too.
2: Welcome to this album. Okay. Now
4: and, and I want you to stay with me on this Because when we're talking about I really thought this show was going to have more people on tonight To be honest with you But it's okay Those who need to hear it will hear it right? So when we're talking about the supremacy clause What we're talking about Is essentially the fact that Every law that they've passed okay, Like these laws that your boy dwells Is under these U.S. codes that charged them with 18 U.S.C., 49 U.S.C., under the Supremacy Clause, those laws don't apply. Why don't they apply? They, they don't apply because if they did apply, well, I should say they do, they applied in him. But under, under the Supremacy Clause, they don't apply, right? Because if they did, they would be in violation of the, the Supremacy Clause, which says that the Constitution is the supreme law of the land. Now, let me pull something for y'all. Okay, okay I'm going to pull my state constitution.
17: okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to an earlier constitution
4: in my state let's go to eighteen about eighteen twenty Okay, so under the 1820 Missouri, I'm going to go to the Missouri Bill of Rights here,
0: okay
4: And I want to pull up an older
0: One though, I'd like to pull up
4: I'd like to go into the older Shit though, let me see here Okay Here we go, so This is the 1820 Missouri Constitution, okay and I'm just going to skip down here. Because you got to go into these things, and you really got to look um, specifically. You know, a lot of these older constitutions, I recommend that you go in before they did the 14th Amendment. Because if you go in before they did the 14th Amendment, what happens is that you're using organic constitutions for the organic state. So in the Declaration of Rights, here we go, 1820 Constitution, number one, it says that all the political power is vested in and derived from the people. Number two, it says that the people of the state have the inherent, sole and exclusive right regulating the internal government, police thereof, and altering and abolishing the constitutional form of government whenever it may be necessary for their safety and happiness. Number three, it says that the people have the right to peaceably assemble for their common good and to apply those vested with the powers of government for redress or grievances by petition or remonstrance, and that the right to bear arms in defense of themselves and the state cannot be questioned. What did it say? The right to bear arms in defense of themselves and the state cannot be questioned.
2: Ah, It's right there. I don't even have to read no more.
4: Now. I'm going to pool. That's 1820. That's the Missouri Constitution. We're going to go to New Jersey because this is where this case was, right? So let's just look. I don't want nobody. Well, it's not the same in New Jersey. Well, we're going to look and see. Okay? Right.
9: Let's look and see. New Jersey
4: 1800s Constitution. Let's just pull it up. I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've looked at a New Jersey Constitution. Okay, I think I got one. Matter of fact, I think I got one from New Jersey. Let me, let me see if I can pull it right with y'all. you give me a second. My
17: good brother, Eugene, know, did one recently. Let me pull it. Let me see. Let's see what year he used. Good. The brother did.
4: Yeah, so this brother used one.
17: So let me
9: look at what year he used. He used the 1844 New Jersey Constitution. So let's pull that one. 1844. Okay, New Jersey Constitution. Okay.
4: I'm going to pull up a PDF of it. Just a second. Here we go. Now, under the 1844 New Jersey Constitution. Oh, look, it's already highlighted. Here we go. Okay? We the people of the state of New Jersey granted the almighty God for the civil and religious liberty he hath so long permitted us to enjoy. And look, when they were so fancy with their words, right? And looking to him for a blessing upon our endeavors to secure and transmit the same unimpaired to succeeding generations, that's you and me, do – and that's, that's also what they call posterity, okay – do ordain and establish this Constitution. Article One, Rights and Privileges. Number one, all men are by nature free and independent and have certain natural and unalienable rights, amongst which are those enjoying and defending life and liberty acquiring, possessing, and protecting the property and pursuing and obtaining safety and happiness. Number two, all the political power is inherent in the people. The government is instituted for the protection, security, and benefit of the people, and they have the right at all times to
9: alter and reform the same whenever the public good may require it. Number three, no person shall be deprived of the uh, in, excuse me,
4: instantimable, first time I've ever seen that word, y'all, I'm sorry, instantimable, instantimable privilege of worshiping the almighty God in the manner agreeable to his dictates of his own conscience, nor under any pretense whatsoever compelled to uh, attend any place of worship, contrary to his faith and judgment, nor shall any person be obliged to tithes, taxes, or other rates for buildings or repairing any church or churches Place or places of worship or for the maintenance or any minister or ministers contrary to what he believes to be his right or have deliberately or voluntarily engaged to perform. Now, anytime the state makes you pay a tax on your house, you're paying to the state. The state is a religious organization
13: because they
4: organize under, under the articles of their incorporation doctrine, their religious association. Go back and look at um, Super Injunction. You'll see it. Now, number four, there should be no establishment of religion. Let me see. Yeah, well, they, well we know that. They can't establish religion. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, people are hitting me like crazy right now. Okay, there should be no establishment of religion or religious uh, sect. In preference to another, no religious test shall be required in qualification of any officer. Now, let me say something. Anytime – and they talk about officers of the public trust. Now, anytime you're carrying your weapon, you're protecting, you know, your vessel, you know. And even under religious law, you could say that your pistol was part of your religious attire. But that's another subject, okay? Now here we go. Let me keep going because I want to get to where they have this in here. Okay, every person free shall freely speak, write, publish his sentiments on all subjects, being responsible, okay, for the abuse of that right. No law shall be passed to restrain or abridge the liberty of speech or of the press. And in all prosecutions or indictments for libel, the truth may be given in evidence to the jury. And if it shall appear to the jury that the matter shall be charged as libelous, is true. And it was published with good motives for the justifiable ends, and the party shall be acquired, and the jury shall have the rights to determine the laws and the facts. Okay, now let's get down to it. The right of the people shall be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures, and, and shall not be violated, and no warrant shall be issued upon probable cause, supportive affirmation, or particularly describing the place to be searched and the papers to be seized. The right to a trial by jury shall remain violent. The legislative authority may authorize the trial of a civil suit when the matter is in dispute, does not exceed fifty dollars. Right? All right. Now, eight, in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall have the right to a speedy and public trial, of jury, okay, and to be informed of the nature of the cause of the actions. Okay, number nine. No person shall be held to answer for a criminal offense unless on the presentment or indictment of a grand jury. Except of cases of impeachment or in cases cognizable by justices of the peace. Okay. All right. Now, let me just skip down here. All right. Now, the people have the right to freely assemble. Okay. No person shall be in prison for any debt. All right. A lot of people getting in prison for debt. That's child support right there. Private property should not be taken for public use. you gun. His gift is gun was thinking that's his private property Okay The enumeration of rights and privileges Should not be construed to impair and deny uh, Those retained by the people And then they start going into rights of suffrage And all of that um, I don't too much like that one when it comes to the gun rights So let's go to another one Let's go to the
17: Let's go to the second amendment
9: Okay. All right.
4: So here we go. New Jersey. Uh, let's pull up, we'll pull up your Second Amendment in New Jersey. 1844. Hmm. Maybe I overlooked it, but, you know, here's the thing about it. Even if I did overlook it, the Supremacy Clause, so let's, let's just say, let's just say, because I've heard people say, well, My constitution doesn't include it, right? And for the sake of us being on the air, I won't take up too much time, but even if you don't see it in your constitution, you can still use it in another state's constitution. Why? Because of the supremacy clause and the full faith and credit clause. All this shit applies. All across the board. All
17: right.
4: So I've taken up a lot of time tonight running my mouth. Hopefully y'all, y'all got with me on this shit tonight because I, I was dropping in. I was going through a lot of different things. So I give y'all some shit to talk about, to think about, sit back and, and really, you know, sit back and really chew on this shit because the rabbit hole goes quite deep. It goes quite deep. Okay? So there's a lot of people sitting in on the call line. I mean, a lot. So I'm going to go through the call lines and answer some calls tonight. We're going to see what's happening with y'all. I got to take a quick break though because I've been running my mouth and I need to get some water. So what I'm going to do is we're going to take a quick break for a couple of minutes and come back and we're going to get back on this topic and hopefully y'all got something to say about this shit. Have your gun rights been affected? I want to know. Have you been affected by special laws? Now, Somebody may say, well, what's the remedy to this? The remedy is that you do an injunction. I've given you the remedy. If you listen closely. Okay, we're going to look to the call lines, though, because I'm sure some niggas out there from New Jersey was going to fill me in on uh, maybe some shit I may have overlooked. All right? So with that being said, we're going to go to the, uh, the commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages. Peace to the gods.
17: You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature.
2: I'm
9: Network. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. Tune in every Monday from 10 a.m. to 12 to Awake with All Set on Evolution Radio where the revolution is the evolution.
10: And why do I say that? Because after 46 years and teaching you morons for 23 years, you want to take the easy way out. Because you think life is a journey. That is horseshit. Life's a journey if you're a moron and you're retarded. That's why, you know, that's what that's what you've done with the life up here heretofore. It's been a journey. And how good is the fucking journey? You tell me. Wouldn't you have rather, when the first time you went out with somebody that you thought you were in love with, thought is the operative word, wouldn't you have lied to have a a template? Oh, let's follow this process instead of, because that is a journey. And all the mistakes you made, and raising this fucking little shithead for kids you got, instead of having this book, life doesn't have to be a journey. It's a journey for morons. Do you think life is a journey for the Trump kids? It's a motherfucking process, the same process his daddy raised him by. Same for me. Life ain't a journey if you're my kid, it's a goddamn process. So you tell me if you're results oriented at all. Who's better off, the journey or the process? And for the most part, most people in this room and most people listening on YouTube have to come to the realization, as sad as it is, that you have pissed, you have urinated heretofore up until this morning your entire life down a fucking shithole. Very simple. That's it. If you want to create massive wealth, if you just want to be a happy, slappy housewife from fucking Dundee, or a happy, slappy bimbo from fucking Toronto, or a happy, slappy guy who goes to the Little League games in Mesa, Arizona, then that's okay. But if you want to create some fucking money, and money's not everything. But if you don't money think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. Say that with an Irish accent. If
0: to...
18: the... Okay.
10: If, <laughs> if you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. If
18: you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. Correct. <laughs> uh, correct.
10: Okay. And but I mean you can get money and then go save the world. You can get money and save the forests in Brazil. You make money and go save global warming, which I don't believe in. You just, I mean, and save the, uh, the kids in Biafra and all that shit. But without money, you can't save a fucking thing. Don't you understand? Don't the fucking idiots on YouTube understand that? Until you make some shekels. Until you make some fucking coin. You can't help anybody. Because if love got the job done, you wouldn't all be fucked up. And I've had mothers, daughters, grandfather, daughter, uh, son. I've run the three generations of the gamut in this seminar here. And they all say the exact same thing. The daughter looks to the mother, you fucked me up. The, da- the mother looks to the father, you fucked me up. And they all agree. And where it really gets dicey is the second or three day, second or third days after they have a few drinks, a few pops. Then it, gets, it can get fucking ugly, as Sally would say. Fucking ugly. Nothing like a mother to turn on her daughter or vice versa. Nothing like it. It's like in the fucking movies. It's like a goddamn soap opera. Because that's life. And if we admit it to ourselves, then we have an opportunity to move on. If we don't, then we're just fucked in the quagmire.
9: Don't even think about changing the station You're listening to The Bottom Line With your host, Joey L
0: Yeah Come experience
6: Life as we know it As some of you should know it Yeah
4: All right, all right, all right, all right. Peace to the gods, we back. We're going to go to the call line, see what's happening out there. Let's go to uh, 719-301. And on the bottom line, what's going on?
17: Peace, 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 Joey. How's it going?
4: What up, peace to the gods. Good, how you
17: doing, bro? this you, God. I'm doing cosmically. Uh, you mentioned something earlier about... Arms being part of your religious
4: attire Can you go into that a little bit more?
2: Well Here's how I look at
4: it, right? I mean, under your religion, right? Like, right. for instance, Muslims Depending on what type mm-hmm. of, of Islam you're performing You, perform, in, you right. perform jihad Now, I ain't saying that that's right In any sense of the word <laughs> Because I don't support that shit
17: But Right, right,
4: right Under right. that particular religion That would have to be respected to, to bear the right to bear on Now mm. The way I see it The way I see it Is that It could be in your 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 word Your bible Whatever it is You're protecting your family You have a right to protect your family By any means necessary
17: Mmm Okay Okay So and basically you, you admit... use
4: it, Now let's say Let me take one step further for you yeah, yeah yeah Okay because you got these You got these churches that Been getting shot up right and we got these cats that oh. walking in the church and they'll just shoot a turkey. What if the church or the pastor of the church people wanna start wearing their pistol because it's gonna protect them while they're doing their worship
17: Right, 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 right. Giving them religious
4: right. sacraments. You understand what I'm saying when I'm going with this? I mean, yeah,
17: yeah. Now okay. I was looking
4: while we was on the break. While we was on the break, I was looking New Jersey doesn't have a provision for for the for the gun law, right? There's there's absolutely um, no constitutional provision to guarantee the rights of quote citizens to keep and bear arms in New Jersey, right? So what mm-hmm. they do is is they they, they have um, hollow point ammunition that you can go buy that's unrestricted for purpose, right? For purchase and most retailers, you know, they sell it in New Jersey, but other New Jersey law, they make you go get still and carry. Wow. Now, you can't tell me that's not unconstitutional. Y'all making me take of the license?
18: <laughs> yeah, man.
17: So you can implement oh, the fact that... Yeah, 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 yeah. That there's been things going around that's been getting within you and your divine... God and things like that, and we can also implement the Constitution and find like maybe a passage from the Bible saying to you know worship God at all costs, something like that, and then implement that into an injunction for the trust where the gun. I don't see why. I don't see why you
5: couldn't. Yeah, I don't don't see why. I don't really don't see why
4: you couldn't. You know, because if if you operate privately anyways, the gun is. Not owned by you. It's owned by a trust. You would be a trustee, but you know you, you're protecting that trust. And even if that trust is a religious trust or a church, you know uh, you gotta you gotta
17: protect that. Uh, so really, the most efficient way to create a a trust for your your arms is through a religious trust.
4: I would think so, especially if in the United States, like New Jersey. <laughs> Wouldn't what, what that make sense? Because in a place like that, where they're, they're trying to force people you to get firearms, your only other option would be to go private.
17: That is absolutely brilliant. That is that is that is
4: yeah. very brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now here's now think about this. He could've. Jules could've used that, and he said, "Man, it, that that pistol don't even belong to me. That belonged to the trust.
17: Right. And that pistol was used
4: right. for." You know that pistols, the epistles protect to protect religious sacraments. You see, if they are right. thinking, they'll find solutions to their problems.
5: So,
17: in that case, do we carry around the the Declaration of Trust for that specific religious arms trust? Or you would?
4: I think you would, I think you would have to, man. If, if you plan on carrying a firearm around, yeah, I would, I would damn sure say so. So that is a no private. On Private side, it, it would have to be right. It's in gotcha. Trust in the de- in the declaration.
17: Gotcha. Gotcha. okay, all right, all right, yeah. He, because that's...
4: what would happen if you if you bought a if I gave you a gun in the private, right? Or like if you was like a family member and I and I and I gave a gun over to you, you know, if I passed away or something and you inherited a the gun, then you didn't buy mm-hmm. it, so that you could automatically put it in your family trust because normally they got titles to ship a gun. I'm transferring it to my family trust. I don't own it. And it's a religious trust, whatever type of trust it is.
17: And now I'm just a
13: trustee for this thing.
17: Right, 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 right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So another thing regarding the declaration is, is an unsworn declaration required for the declaration of trust? Well,
4: I would (laughs) technically... Let's get more specific about your question about an unsworn declaration. All
17: right, all right, all right. So the, uh, the I affirm that going is true with you uh, no, under the laws of the United mm-hmm. States. Without, okay. without,
4: yeah. without, with
17: that, without. Excuse me, excuse me. Without oh, yes. the United States. Without, yeah. There we go.
4: Okay. See, I, I made you do that because other people who are going to listen. They're going to say, "Well, what is that?" So yeah, without the United uh-oh, States, uh-oh. Is anytime you do a jurat, ain't that what is? That's what's on it. You're without. You're telling them that that you're without those laws. The United States is a corporate structure. Those are your 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 codes and statutes that we've been talking about tonight.
17: Okay, okay, I see, I see. Don't want to mix public and private. Got you, got you. You don't want to mix
4: public and private. Like 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 old boy used to say, they don't mix it, and you shouldn't either. <laughs> now uh, the you know, the trust the trust real. can have can have more than one trustee. Is that correct? Well, yeah, a trust can have as many trustees as the trust designates. Beneficiaries oh. too. You only have one. You only have. Typically, you they could probably have a couple of grantors I'd try to stick to maybe one or two because you know mm. they're typically not. Trust comes from, you know, one person, you know. Like like Jonah told me uh earlier, I like I like to quote, uh, you know, those who those who want trust must give trust. So you don't need a whole bunch of trustees. Right,
17: right, right. Okay. All right. All right. Now another question. Regarding the affidavit of ownership, it is the last first name making the claim right and not the spiritual name.
11: Well, your spiritual
4: name is the first lien holder, excuse me, is the owner. And it is the first lien holder over the estate, which is doing no business as that name.
17: Okay, okay. But on the affidavit of ownership, it does not have the, the spiritual name on anywhere on the face of it, does it? hmm. Which.
4: Right, well which affidavit ownership you got?
17: Uh for the registered security and certificate of time for the birth certificate.
4: Ah, you got the one for me. You got the longer one. Yes. Yes. Sign that sign that one sign that one with your estate name.
17: Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And if you
4: if you want, you can sign one with your estate name and sign another with the uh with the spiritual. You can create another line mm-hmm. on that.
1: But you got to do it in front of a
4: notary. You got to do that in front of a notary, though. So, you know, right? you got to right. do it in front of a notary, a, notary, a notary that knows you, that knows what you're doing. That's why the space right, not right. on
17: there. Right, right, right. That's Most people issue.
4: can't get to a notary who know what they're doing, you know what I'm saying, or you don't have an ID, a private ID or something like that.
17: So that just helps you to get around it. Mm, okay, 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 okay. All right. Now, last question is, so I'm aware there are types of trust accounts. So yes.
4: Uh oh, he got dropped. <laughs> the universe said, "Drop that neck. He got dropped. Sorry y'all. Two four zero six one nine. I didn't drop him.
2: <laughs> Peace to the gods. <laughs> What's going on, Joey? What up, man? That's <laughs> fire <his> show. <laughs>
4: Laughing at how university snagging nigga. (laughs) What's (laughs) good?
2: How you?
9: Yeah.
4: Hey, I was checking. Um, I was checking through my uh, the Maryland Constitution. It don't have
9: uh, um right to bear arms in there either.
4: Nah, you see how when I read it in Missouri, it was in (laughs) Missouri's. Yeah. Right, yeah, and it's been in Missouri's for a while. So what y'all got to do is y'all gonna have to use full faith and credit And the supremacy clause,
8: you know, in them
4: states like that where they playing with y'all, or use a or okay. use a, a state that borders you. If you got a state that borders you, you know, Delaware, one of uh-huh. those states, you know, you know where where they have put it in place, use it. Okay, okay, that's what's up. What you do is you do an injunction, Definitely. you put them on notice. Hey, I'm using this protecting my constitutional right, and it's under the supremacy right. clause, and it's full faith and credit. So y'all got to, y'all have to uh, recognize this.
18: Okay, so you're saying do a separate okay.
4: injunction uh, for the full
18: faith
4: and credit? I, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna attempt to protect your, your right to carry then I would do a whole separate injection for it. Separate from, you know, and you still send that shit to the sheriff. Got gotcha. you. Okay, that makes
0: sense. See,
4: see, but let me say this. The right to carry is a very delicate subject, so people got to make sure that when they own on that subject, they, you know, they. It's like, like, here's the thing about the right to carry. Okay? Your right to carry, if, if you're in one of those states where they want to force you to get a license, right? To carry your gun, they'll try to lock you under the jail if you if you don't have it, you know, you get pulled over. So you have to be very stringent and make sure that when you're protecting your life you do it in such a way to where even if um you catch a charge, it's not on you because you don't own the pistol.
9: Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I would. I'd
4: rather take that, uh, take the trust route. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of niggas still got them, char- you know, them, 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 fed, them fed numbers on them, you know, and so that so a lot of cats, that ain't coming off their record, you know? Right. So they right. got to find other ways. You're going to move privately? Okay, let, well, let's move privately then. Who owns this pistol? Why is this pistol in this, in this particular vehicle? Well, I don't own that vehicle either. That vehicle right. belongs to a trust. It's just my job to drive around and make sure the, and keep the vehicle safe. All that stuff was already
0: in it. <laughs> See, you gotta think like that that's because
4: you. you know, you know, that's a whole different level of of operating, man. I don't understand how you can get to that level, but and, and, and have all that money, and you don't protect yourself. Either. You know, the you know, you don't protect yourself either privately, or you don't protect yourself to where, like, number one, bro, you don't, you're a rapper, bro, you still get you some security. Yes. You're a rapper. You, yeah, you're, not mean... a, you're not a private nigga. You know? Oh, he's definitely public. <laughs> oh, he's super public. Like, we know who you is. What you thought? We wasn't gonna know who you was coming through the airport? Stop it. You thought, you thought niggas <laughs> was just gonna let you flow through? You're a rapper. Right, <laughs> like, and why you right. not lying private? And I don't understand none of what he was doing. It's almost like it almost like he, he did one of them Illuminati type moves where that was like a sacrifice type thing. Like, nigga, you do this or do this. Mm, go on yeah. in there with that gun. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, shit. You, 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 you want to stay relevant, nigga? you got to go see that for a couple of years. You know, they, shit like this happens. You don't know. We don't know. Right. Niggas live about circumstances. Like, what grown ass men that walked into the airport with a loaded pistol? What what possessed you to think you was going to do that thirty minutes before a flight? Oh, yeah. by the way, let me let yeah. you know, yeah. if you're listening in on on the uh, on the, on the internet, make sure you call in because the live stream is going to end in a few minutes, three minutes to be exact. So the caller number is three four seven nine eight nine zero one nine four. You can call in and keep listening to the show. All right, but yeah, man. So. I don't know. I, I don't know what be thinking, but to me, it's crazy. It's just like, you know, and, and then here's what makes it worse, bro. When you read the indictment and you read the the actual complaint against him, it's so it's lacking in so many things. He could have beat it. So this dude tells me he had a shit lawyer at that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious why he didn't even think to do a, a constitutional challenge. Well, who, who,
2: who hold on? What makes you think that he knew how to do a constitutional challenge? What makes you think he knew at all, or, his, or that his lawyer it's,
17: knew? Oh,
9: see, he, should, he shouldn't even have a lawyer. But yeah, that's true. who to say
4: that these? who you say that these cats even know this information? Who'd say these cats? This is even relevant to them. That's a good point because it don't you sound like they know this information. People, <laughs> man, listen, bro. Most people. Do not get on this information until it, they have a need for it. Oh man, uh what I gotta do, I don't wanna pay no alternative. Yo, that's when this, that's when uh, that's when it ain't gonna work for you. So even for him, I mean, this wouldn't work for him. None of this, none of what I'm talking about tonight would've worked for him. This works for this gonna work for my regular niggas. Niggas everyday right. niggas out here who's running into these problems. Who ain't a Joel Santana? Who don't got a million dollars? Who ain't buying lawyers and taking taking the charge? This nigga pleaded guilty. Did you read about every indictment that he ever got? He pleaded guilty. He
0: mm. got no
4: fight in him at all. Niggas, <laughs> uh, listen. As much, as much as I love rappers, bro, that, that, where was the fight at, bro? None. Yeah, dang. You didn't challenge it, no, Now listen, if you're if you're facing twenty years and you're sitting on three million dollars, you probably gonna take two years too. If that's all you know, I'm not I'm not upset with the brother for taking for taking that penalty in two years, but I'm upset with the brother because I feel like we should know better and he should have better counsel around him mm-hmm. to
2: do him
4: better to guide him, brother. This is not what you, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold, hold on, bro. You need to challenge that. Bro. Something ain't right. But but furthermore, hold on, bro. You traveling like this? Why don't you have an injunction in place? Why why you ain't let these mm-hmm. people know who you was? Why when he was coming? Mhm. Damn. Yeah. Why don't you understand that the? You know what? Hold hold on. Here's a, here's a better question for you. This dude is a felon, convicted felon. He ain't supposed to even have a pistol. So. Okay, Okay, sorry about that, y'all. When they end the show they hype it up. So if you convicted felon right? And you carry around the gun, you know you're supposed to have a gun number one. So that that's to me what was kinda of suspicious. You, you you walk around with a pistol. You convicted felon, why that pistol belong to you.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, you're supposed to have hired help for yeah. that.
4: Security. Yeah, now here's what the worst, I see the worst problem about that whole case. The charges that they charged him with had nothing to even do with that gun. You know that? Them charges had everything to do with him being a federal aviation officer. Are you an agent of the government or no? Right. Yeah, that was weird. They was talking about he affected commerce. I'm still trying to figure that out. No, ain't nothing to figure out. They said that he affected commerce because that's how they get you. If you can affect, you become, I, 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 like I said, you're a public risk. So when, when you become a risk to the public, right, then you're affecting their commerce. you affecting their money. So they say, nigga, you brought a gun in, you affected affecting commerce because you was about to get on the plane. that yeah, we got all this money tied into all these people is moving from state to state. You understand? Interstate commerce,
0: mm-hmm.
4: domestic commerce. Mm-hmm. So you you affected our money, buddy? But not really. He didn't affect nobody's money, did he? What they did was they wrote an affidavit, no. and he never rebut, he never rebutted it.
9: Right, right. That's all
4: um, the opinion. Unrebutted do anyway. affidavit said it's true. Exactly. His unrebutted affidavit said the truth is law. That's unrebutted. That's mm-hmm. an affidavit. So okay. So then what? So then what we doing then? Is because remember, I don't know if you remember when I read it. It said allegedly, this was he. He, he said these facts. I wasn't there, but but this is allegedly what happened. So
18: allegedly, mm-hmm.
4: what happened? Uh, man, man, why allegedly? No, no way. This is allegedly what happened. It either had to happen or it didn't. That's all it is to it. Word. Word. Shoot, he didn't even get an opportunity to face his uh, accuser or nothing, man. Yeah. He, he need to get educated. Man, none, none of that. He just, just took the a road out. I, I really hope that this brother gets wind. You know, I tagged him in it. You know, who knows? Maybe you'll get him whatever you want. But, you know, I say... I, see, the thing is, we do these shows in love because even if this brother got wind of this information, he would still have to... Truly take it into his spirit. You understand? So, because most people, dog, will just hear, the, "Oh, okay, you got a right to carry." Okay, cool. But when you see the white folks at the NRA convention, they they really had that shit in their spirit. Oh yeah, they really be about carrying their pistols. <laughs>
9: Oh My man, life. it's wild.
4: the white always so not going hard for the Constitution when it comes to carrying their guns. I just oh, saw yeah. a um, documentary. I saw documentary the other day. I, I, you know what? I'll try to get the clip and I'm gonna play it the next time we do a show. And the brother, essentially, you know, he, you know, the government came and hollered at him. He did. He did about six months in jail. Because it's on Facebook post he put up, okay. Because his whole thing is he's like he likes to, you know he likes to get niggas together and do the militia shit and they also guerrilla warfare in the, in the community, you know. And real we'll talk, bro, this nigga did six months, bro, and he was like he was like yo, watch what happens when we go out to the park with the guns. They went out to the park to exercise. They right to bear arms with these big ass fucking pistols. And nigga, here comes SWAT team, about ten niggas, while they sit on the park bench. So, I'm telling you this yeah. because you you're a threat, and you don't even gotta be Joel Santana. You want to carry a firearm? You see what I'm mm. saying? Yeah, yeah, that's wild. It's mad wild. It ain't even about him, bro. It's so much bigger than him, dog.
18: Mm. But
8: um, you know, that's yeah,
4: the situation, man. So so what what's good though, bro? i have been running my mouth all night. What's what's good with you, man?
8: Nothing much, man. I'm just sitting there listening.
4: You know. That's it. Ain't anyway, we got much to say. I'm taking it in, trying to comprehend it, man. You gave a lot of uh key points to look up, especially that judiciary act. Yeah, y'all gotta we
9: go
4: with yeah, that. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to Jonah, shout out to Jonah for bringing that out. That's that, that's that's real powerful right there, because that's where all of them laws is really stemming from. This is how they get niggas. They pass that shit through the Fourteenth Amendment. Fourteenth mm. Amendment allowed them to do that, which allowed because remember the Fourteenth Amendment says they can create laws, you know, but they all choose them basically how they want to. All right, that ain't verbatim, but y'all know what I'm saying. You go read it. That's right. basically what it tells you. Okay. Right, they, right, you right. They create their own laws. They do what they want to do, which is unconstitutional in the first place. Of course, 1967. You gotta go read that congressional <laughs> record, man. That shit did break it all down. Okay. But um, That's I appreciate sense. you calling, God. You know,
2: I'm gonna to moving That's on. Up. Peace
4: to the gods. Uh, peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. All right, let's go to 718-926. Uh, peace to the gods. Seven one eight nine two six. 926 you there? I'll mute your mic. All right, we'll come back to you. Four zero seven six six eight. What Peace up? to God, Joey. Peace of God. Just pretty much tuning in, Joey. like what you go? Listen to the Judo theory. I looked it up myself. I studied that. That was good work. Sure. Yeah, man. Pull that up. Uh-huh. That's that's the shit. That's the shit. Sorry to hear about what happened to you in Orlando. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, you know,
17: I'm dealing, man. Keep your head up. Go.
4: When you gotta fight. You gotta deal with more shit. But nigga, deal. go, go, go! Get your shit put in that trust, man. Take care. Of I it. am. That's what. The, that's for sure. That's definitely the next move. Um, let me ask you on that. Um, I'm going to court next week, on it, right? Uh, I know he's doing personal and subject matter jurisdiction as a dismissal. What I was going to do was rebut, which I think I'm just asking you. I know I, I need to uh, rebut everything the cop put in against him,
17: right? Absolutely.
4: <clears throat> Ver- verbatim, word for word. i do my own sworn affidavit, yeah. of you know what I'm saying?
0: Yep. That's
4: what. <clears throat> yep. Cause All of that. rebut you so. have your quote reporter yeah. there and everything. What's
0: so. up? Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm gonna definitely do that. Um, what else I need to ask you? Um, but, yeah. Pretty much I'm gonna rebut it, um uh, Do I go for uh just dismissal first? I know Joey Jonah was going over it. Yeah. Um I usually put everything on the record. Okay. Go go for dismissal yeah. first. And then mm. you know, you dismiss it. So, like I said, subject matter jurisdiction, personal jurisdiction, all that good stuff. And then if they don't mm-hmm. dismiss it and you have your stuff ready to file and you file it that day True. If I wanted to um with like it's traffic court, one of the courts is traffic court, um, do I need to do a removal or can I just, just straight up deal with it on the dismissal and the the jurisdictional level? <clears throat> well, you need to look at their court rules. I mean, you may be able to just remove it, but if you remove it, they may be like they did my guy in Louisiana and shoot it right back down. So you may need to go through the process.
17: Well, I'm glad y'all coming down here. I'm going to see you when you get here because <laughs> I'm going to show you sure. all the
4: shit that i was dealing with, man, for sure. Oh, so, for yeah, sure, I for sure. It. I'm going to be there. Don't even trip. And you coming Come on. right i my way. Up. That's right, right my way. Oh, of course, you know, you oh, yeah. oh and, and so. that, and that ma- in the and the main oh yeah, yeah, I like I like main. Yeah, that's right. Like there's a there's a hotel I'm looking for over there that I'm trying to locate. I can't remember exactly where it's at, but which I'm one? It. It's like it's like right by the highway. They was building right by the high. It was, it's already been built. But they was re. It's like right by the highway. I know what you're talking like about. The highway. It's like a Seven Eleven over there, and then there's like a. Yes, um, it's right there. It's right by the Seven Eleven. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, yeah. if you Let's find, that, you that find that out, out where that's at for me, man, if you can find out where that's I can at find out for can, you for sure. A, they got a great big park. They got a great big parking lot. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's where the IRS building okay. is. Okay. The IRS is right over oh, there. Oh, is it? Uh Yeah,
6: that's what <laughs> it is. I knew it was is. quiet yep. over there for some reason. Yep. Yeah.
4: Do it over yep. there. I, like, I like the energy. We're gonna pour the energy. Pull it in. Yeah, for sure. And my my um. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> find out where that's at. No doubt. For sure, I can text you on that, Joey. I can text you on that, for sure. Okay, cool. All right, Joey. I don't want to take up no more time, man. Great show what you have. Okay, man. God, I appreciate Much you, respect, man. Okay, thank you, God. For sure. All right, peace, peace God. God. Okay, let's go to uh, 719-301. Yo, peace, Joey. Yo, what up? What that was up?
17: Peace, me. To
4: God.
17: That was me. I was speaking earlier. I got cut off. I don't know if Oh you fell off, okay. Feel, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I should even continue with the question right here on the venue or not, but uh I'll just well, ask you something like
4: else. Yeah, feel it's
17: personal. it's not that personal. I was just gonna ask like what type of trust account should be open if we're opening trust for uh account for the estate.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, you got cut off, right? Um so so I would I would say you know, you, you could always open up a Massachusetts business trust, unincorporated business trust. You could open up a spin a spend drift trust. Okay. Right? You can do a foreign trust. It's up to you. But you gotta look into what works for you for for what you're trying to do. But there's a lot of different types of trust. Well, having a trust period is good. Because it's not in your name, but we're not we're having different types of trusts is where it's better, because that's where you get more protected. I'm talking
17: about for the bank,
4: right? What are we talking about? Are you, I thought you were talking about for for the car. What are you
17: talking hmm. about? Oh, my fault. For like, If you want to open a trust account for the, with a bank for, like, your state, oh, or, you or even you want for to open up a
4: trust account. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you want to yeah. open up a trust account for the bank. Okay, yeah, what about it? <laughs> easy to do. Oh, okay. Go in there
17: with so your declaration.
4: Not... Go in there with your declaration, your EIN number. And that's it. Go in there with the ID, whoever the trustee is.
17: Open it up. Right. So there's no such thing as like different types of bank account, trust accounts and stuff like that with the bank?
4: Yeah, but you got to let them know what type of account it is and the EIN number will also designate
17: that as well. Ah, got it, 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 got it. Okay. Understand? All right. Yeah, your, 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 EIN, your EIN number also because when they run into their system, they know what number it is. Mm. All right. All right. Now, you drop some jewels. Sometimes the trustee, trustee,
4: yeah. yeah, I did. Hold on. Your trustee would let them know too at the back.
17: Got it. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. So this shit is basically like court. You put it up there in the paper and you invoke it with your words too. Okay.
4: Yeah, and your a notary, that's
17: right. Right, you got
4: you. Remember, a, a, notary, a notary is always higher than a judge because they can stipulate the facts. A judge can only rule on the facts.
17: <clears throat> that's important. Okay. All right. I'll always keep that in mind. You dropped some jewels sometimes ago that some banks will only fuck with entities with good net worth. So, for example, if one intends to, you know, open, like, a trust account with a bank that we just spoke about. Now, regarding the net worth, now, an entity's net worth or asset is also based on its credit score rather than tangible assets. Is that correct? Mm -hmm.
4: Well, it, it depends on whose net worth we're talking about. Are we talking about your personal net worth or your business net worth?
17: Business, business.
4: Okay, so normally they'll consider a business's net worth by its assets.
17: Um,
4: Of course, not its liabilities, but definitely its assets. Uh, The credit score, I wouldn't necessarily say the credit score for a because you you can have a dope credit score, but can't get a bank loan. Mm. Because what what they'll do is that they want to look at the the history you've been in business,
8: number one.
18: I also want to
4: know about um, uh, uh, any any prior loans you know taken out, what kind of debt-to-income ratio. I don't like debt. Not necessarily debt-to-income, because well, yeah, I guess it is debt-to-income, because the business receives that as well. Um, and in terms of, like, like, major loans, like, you know, any type of real money, man, you know, you have to be set up properly, you know. A lot of people, you know, and I've said this before, a lot of people want to be You know, unincorporated, but you know, the truth is that they won't give you money at a bank for unincorporated association. You have to have an LLC. Now, if you have an LLC, I don't recommend that you own it. I recommend that you have a trust that owns you and and then you can do business. Takes liability
0: off of you. Mm,
17: Okay, so you be the beneficiary of that LLC. And like you said the trust will be the like the Massachusetts trust
4: well the, yeah exactly because you're the benefit you're the beneficiary of the trust so the trust whatever the trust makes from the business will go back to you okay so on un unincorporated
17: business trust, they don't they cannot you know do business with it like give it loans and things like that is that
4: No, why not?
17: Hmm. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I just misheard well, that. Well, see, right.
4: well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It can't do business in the public. But let's say that you've acquired money, and your trust has money, and your trust wants to give out loans. It could do that. But in terms of it actually operating in the public and going and acquiring the loan, that's not gonna
0: happen. Mm-hmm. Now, that gotcha. could
4: happen if you if you're using Um, like for instance, um, Jonah teaches people how to set up the car trust that has the EIN. You can use the car trust EIN and the car trust EIN actually builds credit and you may be able to go, you know, build credit on that, but then you still got to have a guarantor to show up, you know, unless the credit, until the credit can fully stand on its own, right? Which is pretty tough to do because it takes a few years to build the, the weight of the credit, the trade lines. In terms of how long it's been been around, all that type of stuff, you know, you gotta build up. So
17: mm-hmm.
4: if you ain't take the time to build that up, that shit ain't worth too much. Not brand new. Gotcha.
17: Now gotcha.
4: But let, now let's keep it funky. If you sitting if you sitting around with a hundred two hundred grand in the bank, that might be what your company's net worth is, if that's in your bank account.
17: Okay. I was you just gonna see, ask that. You see? Okay
4: yeah yeah oh, you say,' oh, okay, my company's worth this much money, but is it worth that much because you just put it in the account, or is it worth that much money' because it actually made that much money
17: over the over a year's time through like, business endeavors you see mm, okay, now, what are the other ways you mentioned about debt to income ratio? What are the other ways to prove that like how how do how how does that how does that work? Besides the
4: bank well, bank I mean, uh, 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 yeah. Well, a lot of that is, you know, how much money you've been bringing in, and that really just kind of shows. Like, um, if you got a PayPal account? That might be an option that you can use. You know, if you got oh. PayPal, you do business like that. You might show how oh. much money you know your account. They call them. They call them accounts receivables.
17: Got you. Okay. 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 Huh.
4: Right. Regular bank account problem. Yeah. You know, if you're doing business through Amazon, you'll have an accounts receivables. Your charge back versus how many. Because, like, for instance, a lot of these businesses now will do shit where if your business has been doing business for, let's say, two years and you got good track record every month, for you bringing in money. And what happens is, is Amazon, PayPal, any of these companies have programs now where they'll say, okay, you made um, average of a thousand dollars a month over the last twelve months was twelve thousand uh, dollars. We want to give you a loan for six because we know you can pay it back to
17: us for half the time. I see. All right, all right. So then
4: they, so then they give you stuff like working capital, so you only pay that back for like six months. Now you got this great working capital that you can use in your business. And now, and now your business net worth went up a little bit, but your debt to income ratio went up a little bit too. Because that's income, it's debt, but you're not being taxed on it.
17: That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense.
4: Yeah, depends on how you do a business, that's all. Right,
17: right, right. A lot right. of people do
4: business a lot of different ways. You know, a lot of people in in our community, man, don't, you know, we, we got businesses and don't never register. Niggas be like, yeah, I own a little business, bro, a little mobile retail and car wash business, and niggas gonna never have no EIN number. <clears throat>
8: yeah, I
4: know. Right? I know. And then you got and then you got $100 million businesses, literally, who've never built business credit. So Damn. their business credit is trash, so, so they really are worth nothing when it comes to their business credit, even though they got a $100 million when it comes to
17: what's in their account. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. But like you gotta balance the books in the private and the public. You gotta. Okay. Yeah, you gotta have a
4: little bit of both. You gotta have some cash and some credit.
17: Right. Right. Okay. Now for the eighty-eight
4: thirty-two. Now, nigga, you know it? you over your question mark, nigga. I gotta move. Okay. On. okay I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop, right. I'm gonna stop right
17: here. Peace to God. Peace I got a lot of people behind you, bro. <laughs> you, bro. I, I,
4: I appreciate you, like though Nigga, this can be it be the problem, man. Peace <laughs> to God.
17: Peace to you, guys.
4: All right. Good
18: brother. 503-890. Peace to the gods. Hey, peace to the gods, Joey. What up? What up, man?
4: Peace to the gods. I
18: got a couple questions, man. Peace to the gods. I'm under under the impression that uh, as a 14th Amendment citizen, that the Constitution... Well, at least the Constitution to protect the rights don't apply to me. Is that right or am I wrong on
4: that? You, you under the impression that the 14th Amendment doesn't apply to you?
18: No, no, no. The Constitution. Like, my Constitution protector like, protect like the right to bear arms because I'm a 14th Amendment citizen. Oh,
4: well, well are you a 14th <laughs> Amendment citizen? Is that what you claim? Is that what you claim in?
18: Yeah, are out. Well, okay, all right. Yeah, well,
2: all right. I, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
18: you're tripping me up. You're tripping <laughs> me up, man. You, what yeah. you you're tripping me up. Yeah, yeah you me? <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. me? I what you <laughs> Yeah, I never tripped like
2: okay, me.
0: I'm you know, act, you know? Okay, okay, am okay,
18: okay. I'm acting like one. I feel like that. Then I'm acting like one. Let me one. ask you a better question. Which, Hold which, on. Let,
4: which, on. let me ask you a better question. Okay. Let, let me ask you. Let me okay.
18: ask you a better question. Are you? A are you a are you a corporate slave? Uh, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you no know, point lying. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. The name
4: on the birth certificate, brother, is the birth certificate is just that. It's a certificate. Uh, people get caught up in these mm-hmm. That that that's not you on that certificate, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Never has been you. Mm-hmm. You a flesh and blood mm-hmm. man, right? And the birth certificate is an entity that describes something that was created, but that ain't mm-hmm.
0: you. Once again, right.
4: I understand that.
0: You. Mm-hmm.
4: you know, so right. when you when you when you get into the presumption. You're doing the same mm-hmm. thing that the courts do, fam. You presuming that you're a US citizen. But where did that presumption come from?
18: Right, exactly. From them.
4: From so the so let me say this. The 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 con well, mm-hmm. well the presumption. You just made the presumption. You made the presumption that you was a US right. citizen. What gives you the presumption that you're a US citizen? Because uh my
18: reason is because that they do and they treat you like one. But I us say, like I was carrying a they firearm did. right now, no, no, no injunction, no injunction. You know, it's a wrap. Uh, you know, I'm getting the charge. So that's why I see it from that from that
4: perspective.
2: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But 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 that's if you didn't know anything that you know. So being that you know what you know. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't your situation be different?
18: Uh, it should be. I mean.
4: It should be. I, would I feel like so. it would have to be. Well, yeah. and see, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll never just. Uh, see, okay. I can't put this, right? Because when you're in a like mine, people open carry all the time. You'll see brothers with pistols on their hip all the time. It's no big deal, right?
18: Around here is really no uh-huh. big deal.
4: It's just how it is. That's how it is. Now, uh-huh. In the states where you are, that may be a big deal. But the problem is, is that when you know you're right, and you know how to enforce them,
9: then it becomes Mm -hmm. a bigger
4: deal. Because then it's like, okay, wait a Mm -hmm. minute. This guy actually knows his rights. So our statutes don't apply to him. See, do you know what a special law is?
0: Yeah.
18: Yeah, basically it's a law that they created after they uh, uh, made the Constitution.
4: Yeah, but who does it apply to? 14th Amendment. Who does it apply to, though? Fourteenth right. Amendment but specifically in that law. right it said, Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna pull it up. Let me pull it up. Because it says here, special law. Mhm. Says so it a law, a law that applies to a particular member or members of a class of persons or things in the mm-hmm. same situation. But not to the entire class. And that it's unconstitutional if the classification made is arbitrary or without a reasonable or legitimate justification. Basically it's called local or special law. So I have to ask you, brother, if you're under a special law and you're under a particular class or class of persons, that would have to mean that you're allowing the government – when I say allowing – I'm saying because you haven't made the, the choice To tell them any differently And they're going off presumption Because they operate off presumption of law They presume that you mm-hmm. are Under the 14th amendment Because right. that protect, that only affects Who a special class of people So then you, ha- you would have to ask yourself but Who is the other class of people that's not affected by this And how come they're not affected is it because they did something differently? Have people done an injunction? How come there have been people that have done an injunction got on the plane with their gun, and the TSA didn't arrest them, and they told them, "Hey, just pick up the gun when you come back." They didn't try to give them twenty years in jail. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Maybe
18: because they, uh, they I'm
4: just saying, you, they you, an injunction they put them on notice. Well, they put them on notice, and but they also changed their presumption in their mind too. Nigga, let me tell you something, man. Let me, let, let me just keep it real When I first learned this shit, I would okay. drive around, bro, and with expired tags. I did not give no fucks. Mm-hmm. Smoking weed and everything, bro. Go listen to the earlier shows. Man, I didn't give no damn at all. Mm-hmm. Right? And, but in my mind, I was never a 14th Amendment citizen. I was never a corporate slave. Even when I had a job, I was never that. I was like, nah, man, I'm not that. I always knew that right inherently I think like inherently you know I'm not man. you, you know inside you tell yourself well, I'm not no damn slave you may work mm-hmm. a job but you're not a slave dude so the 14th amendment as they told you that it really don't even exist it's a fiction they have carried out to make you think that it's real so that's cool I say listen Once you know the difference, you're supposed to do better. And they tell you ignorance of the law is no excuse. But if you know the law, Mm -hmm. you know it is the law that I can carry a pistol. Even the U.S. Constitution says you have the right to bear arms. Now, they say for a well-protected militia, but whose militia are we talking about? Because the military should always be subordinate to the civil authority.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
18: You see what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, it could just be me and my family for the militia.
4: I mean, if, if you're protecting your property, you know, if you're protecting your religious grounds, this is America, uh-huh. dude. So, you know, that's what it is. I appreciate you, bro. I'm, I'm going to keep it moving. Okay. Unless you got something else you want to add? Okay. All
18: right. Um, oh. No, no, no. That's okay. No. No, I'll another time.
4: Yeah. Okay, God, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for calling.
18: Okay. Thanks, Joey. Peace.
4: All right. Peace. All right. Let's go to 267 Hey, brother Joey Bell. Peace. To the guys, brother. Peace, love, and prosperity, okay, brother. How you doing? It's my first time uh, on the car. thank you, my I'm brother. To
0: you.
4: Yes, my brother. I, I thank have you. To brother. Use, uh... Appreciate you listening in. <laughs> yes, definitely. I started with Jonah. It hasn't been quite a year, but uh, because of him, I'm listening to you. And uh, well, thank you, brother. I know a little. I know a little bit about that gun law. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had deals with you. <laughs>
4: man, listen, brother, man. You understand where I'm coming from, man, right? This is, yes, my brother. You know, hey, listen.
2: This this ain't
4: ain't no joke, I no joke, man. They thought they get no, it. No,
16: ain't no joke, man.
4: I was the only at one time. I was the only black gun dealer in the city here at one time. And how I know I was? Dude, what's in I went one in Philly. Philly, yeah. I was in a meeting. They called. Cause they called all of us FL uh, licensees in there. And there was only two brothers in there. One was a collector, and I was, I was the only one that had a store. I had a shop. But, of course, okay. things happened, and the stuff got to me. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. I wish I, wish I had known yeah. y'all back so, then. I would have definitely known. Yeah, that's got right, to but you made... know what I'm saying. Though. See, so you could have had bitches business in trust. That's right. Sure could have. If I had known, it would have been a trust, and they couldn't even touch me, man. You know? But you'd have been good to go. <laughs> yeah, I know it would have been. I've definitely been good to go, man. No, that's fine. So, Ain't you know, got some shit, man. Listen, there's some They Most people don't understand. These white folks fight for their rights all the time. When that's they talk about drunk, man, they don't play with this stuff. And, you know, I mean, and more no white folks kill... Right, yeah. They know. They know what they're yeah. right listen. They, I list a couple of guys on, on YouTube, and they talk about the republic. That's what the guy, see, I said. Right. I said, God bless the republic. And they definitely, exactly. definitely, yeah, they don't play around. We the only ones, that, man. And, and they don't and, know. And you know what's crazy, brother? Is they understand the, got the need to protect that right. That's right. They understand the need to protect that right.
1: It's, oh, it's only
4: us who felt who felt to, to realize it. You know, well, 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 as a black gun dealer, I know you take a lot of shit. Oh, shit, man. You just don't know, man. I had some guys that did some crazy shit. They set me up, man. I mean, they, they, they bought some weapons from me. Then they go out and they lose the weapons, and they come back. I'm like, what? And I knew from that time on something was on me, man. They, and, and after that, man, they, they locked me up. <laughs> they called me a mom. Exactly. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. So exactly. I exactly, know, man. You know I, what I'm saying? It make me a little closer. That's right. And uh, so I'm working with he you does. guys now. I just got my got my injunction stuff in, and I'm working on that now, so I can at least get some protection. But I'm gonna have to give you give you a call in the five if you a consultation. And uh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'll just make sure you go, you can go to my website, set everything up. Um, yeah, I actually got yeah. a pretty open but, schedule. I think I pretty much. Yeah. It. And I'm and I'm really sorry about about brother A. You know, I kind of knew something was going on when he started messing with Dan Pena. You I was you like, uh oh something. Something ain't right here, man. <laughs> and I, I talked to him <laughs> you know, the song, I, and he, I've been playing damn Pinion Clips with, with Jonah for years. But I'm going to tell you yeah. something about that, brother, man. When, when when he started getting, um, you know, more people who was dealing with him and stuff, he got a little arrogant, man. And he changed. He wasn't yeah, he the same dude he always was. He changed a little bit, man. And then he started dealing with white folks and bad information and doing crazy That's shit. Right. I'm like, bro, I don't know what you doing, doing, But just, See, I started this station. And people know mm-hmm. I started this station, man, because the brother pushed me off. So, you know, and I never hold no ill will towards them. It is what it is. No, but at the yeah. same time, you know, uh, we got to grow from our mistakes, man. And we've seen a we lot do. of brothers come come through these ranks, man, who who didn't stick with us. You know what man, I mean? Listen, there's nobody that I know of, and I told I told Jonah a couple times I did call up because i don't call calling all the time. I listen. But I don't call it all the time. I told John when I first talked to him, I said, listen, we got, we got to follow you. I, I've been in business before. I was an Amway distributor many years ago. And one thing I learned from those white folks is that duplication. You duplicate that's your right. structure. You do what he does. Right. And if you want to be successful, that's how you be successful. You yes. don't go yeah, outside. Exactly. You don't that's go right. in. And none of these judges in these courts are for us, man. These lawyers, these people are for us. They're they not man. for us, man. That they, not really you. not for oh, us, man, and that's why it be so sad when when we get into it with each other, because it's like, mm-hmm. listen, man, we already know these other people ain't for us, so yeah. why we got to be on the page where we ain't for us? And every time where I'm, where I'm located at, I'm self-employed, so I ain't never been a U.S. citizen any damn way, so I don't even consider myself a U.S. citizen. That's, but that's where right. I'm at, I, I see a lot of lawyers.
2: As soon as I mention that
4: con- Constitution, you know what, they shut up and they leave. They <laughs> yeah, oh, do yeah, not want to hear about that, man. Man, you know, they don't want to hear that Constitution. No, they don't. You know, I had a judge tell me one time. I said, I said no, didn't you take an oath to the Constitution? My folks told me, he said, no, I took an oath to the Charter. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna show how stupid he was, man. Every last yeah,
2: yeah, one, told one me of I them took
4: an oath. I to to said, okay, all right, no problem. I got your oath to the yeah. Charter.
2: I watched uh-huh. everybody
4: else. We was in there for my boy. watch watched everybody else get arrested that day.
2: The boy was the only mm-hmm. one
4: who walked away. With eight charges. I've learned a lot since I've been listening to you guys. I, mean, I knew some of this information a long time ago, but I didn't know it wasn't presented the way you guys presented. Y'all break it down so you can overstand this stuff. And, yeah, uh, no doubt. you know And I get those aha moments. Because I do study it too, but I get those aha moments. I'm mean, like, oh. But I know about that, like, the carry, man. I studied that shit, man. So, has
9: exactly, I, you exactly it right
4: on That's the reason why I do it right over here with y'all, man, so y'all can get it yeah. like that because you get to my heart. I appreciate it, man. Look, man, you just don't know, man. I really I really appreciate you and Jonah both, and I want to take a shout-out to Jonah. And I would say one thing about Jonah they They dropped me several times last week. I tried to call in, and they don't want me to listen. They man, they be doing, doing the that shit, I man, call. especially on Jonah's show, bro. I, <laughs> And I know about Yo, them they games, was messing man. with
5: my phone tonight, bro. They
4: messed with my phone all night tonight. I uh had to restart my phone three times during the show. Yeah, because I know that's you were going on in. Late yeah, you were going in and out when you were on. I said, now they messing with the phones again. But I know about them. Yeah, that's why we cannot yeah, They messing so with my shit all night. Yeah.
0: So yeah, man. You know, you know we get though. to the point
4: where if people really want the information, they got to come to private seminars, man. Because that's you gonna know, we get to the point man, where we're not gonna be dropping as much. It, because we've already dropped a lot of shit. If you go back, man, we dropped all the Jews, man, all the, the, the breadcrumbs, people need it. Yeah, I just I was listening. I got some of the archives on my... I had to buy another uh, little computer. I got a laptop. I'm not a laptop. I got oh, an iPad. So I bought to... another one. Okay. And well, I've been, well, been downloading. You can go to our SoundCloud, brother. We got a SoundCloud. Yeah, now. I do. That's what I just, I just SoundCloud. got the John. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got okay, the SoundCloud, great. so... Yeah, so, but I'm gonna let you go because I know you got a lot of people on the line and everything. I'm just, this is my no first time i am just sitting right I'm calling you, Joe, and I appreciate you, appreciate you, my brother. Peace to the God, peace, love, and prosperity, okay, no doubt, and reciprocity, too, brother. <laughs> hey, man, right, thanks brother. to you, man, and all, all right. y'all, brothers out there, oh. man. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, brother. All right, peace thank you, though. brother. Peace. All right, let's go to uh, 336, man, 2722. Two. What up. What up?
2: What up, man? You got a show going on today, man. What's up? I tell you man,
4: what. We're here. We are here, Come man. Let the church say amen.
2: Let the church say amen up in there, bro. <laughs> hey. Oh, um, shout, out. Hey, uh, pastor, hey, shout hey, out. hey, pastor. Hey, hey, welcome, niggas in
4: here. Yeah, shout out to everybody. Pastor played around. I want the shit to sit the fold, not
2: the jingle. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want, we don't want the jingling going on in the place. And get your place up right <laughs> <laughs> up in there, man. <laughs> Oh, Pastor don't Hano, make nobody put
4: no four no four fours of it. Uh, oh, uh, li- li- listen, man. I know you gotta. know you gotta. know you got an opinion on this subject tonight. Being, being that you the man of the man, low, you the house of the Lord.
2: <laughs> you wilder yo,
10: aye. Yeah. Look, man.
2: <laughs> come on, come on, man. First of come all, on, man, you know.
4: No, nah, you know we keep it real <laughs> over man. So, so what's word your up, opinion word on up. this? Should should, should, your, should, should your people be able to come into the house of the Lord with forty five because they want to protect their lives? I like look man, that's why that's why I man that's why I even mentioned forty five because I hey, I had to do that. Real talk,
2: real talk, man. So, you keep, to, so, it, so do,
1: you, do you keep one going
4: under of, the robe at all times? Man, I kept one under the robe at all times. Man, look, man, it, it ain't no joke out here, man. People people was making threats and stuff like that. I tell the fellas,
2: man, don't be selling them drugs on church day, man. Y'all bad for business. They was like, nah, we ain't hearing all that. So I was like, what? They was like, yeah. Then one of them said to me one day, yo, well, yo. Man say, man say he gonna he gonna pull that bum out on you, and, you know, and, and tear your ass up. I
4: said, all right, that's what's up. So yo, we ain't got that forty five. We ain't got that ankle holster. We ain't got that daggone shoulder, uh, <laughs> uh, uh hip paddle. I think some people know what I'm talking about, <laughs>
2: huh? Mm-hmm. And we and
4: and, and and we ain't got that galco holster with the
17: with the uh clips up underneath the arm.
2: Yeah,
17: yeah. Well, you yeah, got yeah. like that.
4: Yeah. I God felt damn. better. In the pastor
2: ain't got no gas. I Look,
4: I would carry. I would carry one on. I would carry the forty-five on the hip and put the dag on thirty-eight in the ankle as a backup. See? Yeah. Yeah. Real we'll talk. We'll, now, we'll talk. I mean, you have to think like, like that, man. Like when, that. You, when you operate. Yep. I had to. You know, you carrying them little old ladies helping them into the church and all that stuff, boy. Hey, you vulnerable. <laughs> they can come up to you, pow. <laughs> What's up, you know? Yeah, yeah, real, so talk. real, real, real talk. Now, now, yeah, now so let me ask you this. How, how would you feel about about your congregation coming into the church with, with pistols? How, do you feel safe? Man, more, more. Hey, hey. As long you as they metal, let us paper know paper? they carrying it, man, we good. Long as they know, long as let us, us know
2: what's up. Does, does so who needs metal
1: protectors? <laughs> what you
2: talking about? Jesus, <laughs> you going what you gonna do? Wind the old ladies down? <laughs> <It> is, <yeah. laughs>
10: hey, Lord, hey, 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 hey,
4: hey, I gotta check them, man. They might not stay. They, they might not like me talking about no jingling in the plate, man. They might want to pull something out on me. Oh man, listen. Listen, I know, I know but, but, but see, the whole thing is is If I was you And, and I was running, you know a, a situation like that, man, you know I would want my people to feel safe, right And and then I guess that's where Like you get hear the Nation of Islam, right These niggas, they be in the mosque by the door and shit Well, nigga, that don't make me feel safe If you ain't got no pistol on your head Yo, they man, the knowledge. attention Real quick Because the people say, yo, yeah, we nigga, feel they, safe They still too. got the mouth on, nigga Right, they okay. did. You know, hey, you you always be in a position you somebody can get to draw on you. What you want to do? You want to you want to you want to first consider this, man. Let wisdom protect you. It's designed to protect you. Listen to
17: wisdom if wisdom says yo, you need to get you need to you need to arm yourself. Then do that. Right, what we talking about? You know. Right. So yo, yeah, shout out to the
4: pretty brother pretty from bad. Orlando, man. Cause when he called the yeah. other day, man, and said about how them people put a gun to his head, man, my heart Yeah, that was kinda broke. fucked up. I'm gonna keep it yeah, real. That's pretty fucked up. I'm gonna keep it real, that's man. Messed up. And if he and if he connected man, that shit Fuck me up, real talk man. Yeah, I was, yeah, man, yeah it some was the People had to call me, man Ask me was alright about that brother, man Cause I, it bothered me, man That that fool took nerve to put a gun To this man's head Yeah, well, you know, to me That's stop. like a violation Right, well, I mean, that That seemed like that would be A straight violation Of, of his, uh What is that? Not only a oath he took but the, uh, the, the shit he signed to the charter, the, the police charter, dog. And
2: this nigga needs an right, assault right, charge. Right. On. Yeah.
4: Yep. He needs an assault charge for him big time. Yep.
17: Yep.
4: You're right. So look, man, if the if the brother reach out to me, man, I drop this um, motion to discovery on the brother, man, so he can have some sort of little reference or template, something he might could use, some to help him out and everything, you know, get some contribution, man, because this is crazy out here. And I know, man, with them motion for discovery, uh, they pretty much shut them down pretty good with those, because they got they got they got, well, yeah. they
17: got the answer to that shit before they even start even discussing the case. Simple as that.
4: Can I tell you what, you email it to me, and um, I have that brother right. reach out. Bro. I'll send
17: it to him. Word, I'm gonna do just that, man. I'm on that, man. I just want the brother to keep his okay. head up, man. This is some mad,
4: madness. Yeah, no
17: madness, man. Hear that. That could have happened yeah, to anybody.
4: Anybody listening, man. Real talk. Certainly, I, uh, yeah, definitely. He he called in earlier. That's why I told him. I was like, bro, just keep your head up, bro. I know how that shit is, man. Shit is fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. These people, man. bro. Yeah, you know? yeah, straight up, it, it is. I, I agree, it is. But he he also knows that he got to get that car registered right and all of that, so he don't have that problem. Because when you rolling around correctly, you right. don't have that problem. Even if your shit, right? You right. Know, right. Even you if,
9: listen,
4: even if you can't put the shit in the trust right there, you got it in your name. At least do that, you know, and keep the, and keep the tags right and get your injunction in place. You know, and then they won't fuck with you So then once you do, you know If your tax okay. do get expired, nigga, the injunctions in place injunctions in place, man You know, it's just crazy what they took him through, man uh, Alright, but anyway, man uh, On the concealed carry note, man I'm gonna get back with yeah, everybody yeah. Cause I got somebody on the inside That's checking with the sheriff and the sheriff is contracting with their company to, uh, to vet all the concealed carry people. So what I'm going to try to do with her, man, I'm going to check, I'm going to check on it and see if I can get the exact, um, name, the screen, what it is they call it when they put you on that, do on that concealed carry list. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm going to drop that to you, man. you be straight with that, bro. Yeah, bring that info and drop that for us, man. Because
9: I mean, ultimately, yeah. we
4: can get that. If we can get that info, it can help a lot of people in New Jersey. Exactly, man. It's gonna help a whole he, lot of people. The sheriff is contracted. Why the fuck is the sheriff contracting to do something that was constitutional? Exactly. Because that's out of his corporate yep. uh, stru- that's out of the corporate structure. That that would mean that he's. You're contracting, you're doing some corporate shit Sheriff, what are you doing? That's exactly what he did, man He's hired some agency, man And got them going over The concealed carry application So what I want to know from yeah. them And I got an insider Is what is it that they put you on When they vet you with them application? What's that system called And what's that name called So that then the people can put that in their Injunction and say
16: That's the list okay. I want to be on
4: Okay. Well, when you get that, when you get that, hit me and let me know what it is.
8: Come on the show and word give it, it to you. Ring drop
4: word, it Word, 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 my teacher. All right, so then, I'm good. Appreciate man. You, I just wanted to just say something
2: to you, man.
4: You know? Man, it's all good, man. I appreciate you, God. All right, peace to the God, then. We're going to talk soon. we am going to hit you soon.
17: All right, peace. All right, peace.
4: Alright, let's nice call it. Let's go to 404 Hollywood, what's going on? What's oh, up, Jody? What's up, bro? You sleep? You sound like he's almost asleep over there. Nah, man, minutes? I'm up. Why the wait, man? I can not hardly
2: hear you, bro. Okay. I couldn't even hear none of the stuff you was talking about about the
4: You're going to have to go back and listen, man, because everybody else heard me. Yo,
2: I'm saying it was low. The volume is real low, man.
4: I don't
2: know why. I got it all the way up. Yeah. No, it's
4: all good. It's all good, though. You know, I feel what you're saying, you know, when you talk about enforcing the rights and all that. And that's how people fall when it comes to, you know, citizenship or residency or whatever you up under. You know, your particular stat. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But, yes, yep. he has the right that, to. That, 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 that's how they rule that's how they rule on it But, yeah, he had the right to carry He did have the right to carry I don't know why they didn't enforce that right But they didn't you use know. that law against Because they, they, they stepped in and used the federal laws That they could get out an officer And you're not carrying a firearm For any official purpose, so Boom
16: Yeah, they hitting your boy with the same shit Kodak Black.
4: You know what I'm saying yeah. As a high profile person you know, you, you have a right to be able to protect yourself. You have business owners that deal with large amounts of cash who move around with weapons.
2: To protect interstate they.
4: commerce, man. That's what's so wild. Right. They, they, they're doing interstate commerce. You know, like, if you're on a tour bus and you're going from state to state, they'll hit you with the interstate commerce. shit. Oh, he was doing commerce. What do you mean? Oh, because... You was in the tour bus, nigga, and you was trying to go make money. You was doing commerce, and you have a right to protect yourself through that commerce that you're doing commercially. Absolutely, See what I'm saying? Because absolutely, that's absolutely. your asset. Absolutely, absolutely. So, absolutely. I like, I like, I like how you are going with that too. That to to me, that could have been an argument too. Hold on, I got a right to protect myself. I was going to do a show I, to somewhere I've never been. And I got a right to protect myself. But see, they laws are fucked up up there anyways in New York and New Jersey. When it comes to like new guns.
2: Yeah, they got that shitty <laughs> shit. Every every, every bullet
4: yeah. in the chamber. California too?
2: Yeah.
4: What? I'm like, bro, I'm
2: glad
4: we here where I'm at. Huh? You, you have to look at it like this also. When they uh come at you with the so-called indictment. You know what I'm saying? It's not really an indictment. It's a fucking information. Because the That's indictment right. exactly. is actually... Exactly. What's up with that? What's up with that whole grand jury shit? What's the, what the fuck is the grand jury
0: indictment?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's exactly right. Hold on. I don't get to inspect it? Isn't mm. that interesting? I don't I don't get to inspect the case. I don't get to see what... I just get indicted by, by niggas I've never seen before?
2: Right, and you don't even know none of these motherfuckers. These supposed to be people of your peers. These, you see what I'm saying? Exactly. There I read say these, uh, hold on these ain't,
4: these ain't national. These is these are U.S. citizens. And, and then how were you? Thank you. But man, I, I was looking at that shit that you sent me. I ain't even. I was gonna play it today, but I gotta finish going all the way through it because it's so long. But that was one of the things that they pulled out in that case with the girl. No,
9: about
4: okay, so it. you, you seen you the see that video me. I sent you, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? You see that shit? <laughs> that was the you same. It was the same the shit that they was pulling was out my her jury. Man, they didn't even. Man, they did a grand jury indictment on her, bro. I was like, damn, how y'all do that, bro? She, man, at, like she didn't know her rights, but she knew uh, she knew a few, where she was questioning things, but not the right way. You know, but she was objecting and right. shit and all that. But they
2: did the grand jury indictment. I'm like, yo, which
4: jury of your peers? I mean, now look, a jury of her peers would have been a U.S. citizens, so they could have they got that off on her. But they can't get that off on somebody who knows. What do I have a jury of my peers. They need to be all nationals up in here, and you know, and ain't nobody here national except for me. And that's when that, uh, what was the uh, other document that she put in the service? That's where all that shit you, can do as you know. can't hear you, brother. Like, can't hear
5: you. Say it again.
4: no you know the impendicitis, right? That Jonah uh, uh, yeah, came yeah, up with.
5: Impendicitis? Uh
4: uh-huh. Right. That's letting the judge you know, like, look, you ain't getting no say so to say this and that and that. I'm going to instruct on how it should go based uh-huh. on what I'm uh-huh. talking about. You can't come up in here and say, like, well, you can only say this and say that, and we're not going to rule on this.
2: They
9: are to rule on statutory terms, opposed to lawful terms, which is constitutional.
17: Right. And that's
9: a big right. problem. I agree with you.
4: Uh, it is a big problem. It's huge. It's huge. But but but, but that's why I pulled out that's why I pulled out the judiciary out. Yeah. Because it shows that. It shows where they did that fourteenth amendment and now they pulling in all of these laws in every state and they letting the circuit courts in every state carry out their laws.
2: Yeah, yeah, but
4: you know why Because all those judges are administrative judges.
2: They there turned the whole
4: court system into an mm-hmm. administrative court. Exactly. And not only that, you read it when you said it. And you said, unless it's arbitrarily. That's what was in there. Exactly. Arbitrarily was they the could most back important and forth. word. Like a, well, they can move back and forth like a, press, like a chess piece. So there one, one minute, nigga, they could, they could be an Article 3. Next minute, they could be an Article 1. Article 2. It's arbitrarily ruling class. Now, see yeah. when you when you pointed that out, a lot of people picked that up because all these judges on the administrative level are operating arbitrarily. They arbitrary. Yes, they are. Nothing more. All sure. that judge, this judge, that. No, you already got a default. No, judgment, no, they just sitting Yeah, smart. they shouldn't in the capacity. Yeah, they're in, the, in the capacity. They're in a capacity, man, which, is, which right. is wild. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. I have to say so. They 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 sitting in the capacity as a, as basically like boardroom administrators. You're definitely right. You know, I'm just you you're the board it's, meeting. It's the board meeting. Yeah. Go ahead. We got like uh, three minutes before it's gonna cut us
0: off. Right, we gotta be
16: you,
4: quick.
0: So yeah. <laughs>
18: Has,
16: uh, she's about to have a baby and all that she didn't want to get the best certificate
2: and everything
4: like that. I said, well, I can help you oh. with that. Where well,
2: they can recognize the
4: child without the best certificate
2: You're still going to get the best Right, as
4: a Well, you know, I don't make much money and all that. I was like, okay, I understand all that. But at the end of the day, this is, you know, what I do or whatever. And if I do anything for you, I'm gonna make sure that it's no through. But the fight that was going back and forth was like, I'm like, you said you want to do all this shit, but you don't really want to walk this walk, right? you to say this is all the money that you make. Who the fuck survives on forty dollars a month?
18: Mm.
4: You feel what I'm saying, right? So, a lot of people, they want these things, but they don't want to put the
5: necessary
4: energy behind what it takes to get. Well, that, well that is my I, I, listen, I had that conversation with somebody earlier today. You know, if 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 you don't want to put the energy into it, you know, and manifest what you want in your life, don't expect like nobody else to do it for you. You want to be rich? What are you doing to get rich? Get off your ass and go do something most people don't do that Most, you, know, you want to have the rights of a free person But you don't do nothing to protect your rights People got to stop playing out here man I Yeah that's playing, playing.
2: <laughs>
4: Excuse me Yeah we had our time bro we
2: gotta get out of here Yeah alright
4: Hey but okay. get at me man I'm I'm chop up with you About that shit I was just talking yeah, to you about Yeah I appreciate it. you Sending me that video too Yeah I gotta sit back And watch it some more It's pretty interesting I watched about I watched about 30-45 minutes of it Then I had to roll So I'm gonna check it out Tonight when I get home So Yeah so. that's just how they roll Though man In that courtroom yeah. But get at me on the offline right Yo And I'm gonna talk okay. to you About all that right. other thing That I was just talking to you about Okay no doubt Okay no doubt Peace, Peace to the guys doubt. All right, man, that's what's up. We're going to be in Orlando, the 15th. Make sure you uh, come out, register for that seminar if you're in the area. Go to makemorecommerce.com. My consultation schedule is pretty clear, so if you need to get with me, you, you can holler at me. Um, I've got a few people i got to get with on some other shit, but uh, if we got anything, just holler at me. Y'all know where I'm at, Make makemorecommerce.com. Tune in tomorrow. Dr. Isette will be on in the morning. Um, or Sister T might be on in the morning You never know, check it out Alright, right here on the Revolution Radio Network And Friday, my man Jonah Bay and on. Hope to perform Fridays with Jonah Bay Alright, with that said, man I'm your host, Joy Downsell Bay Stand on your square, keep doing y'all thing, man Keep studying Make sure y'all manifest this uh, new moon energy, man Alright, we're going to go to a new cycle this week Alright, man Make some changes in your life for the positive Peace to the gods, we
5: out
9: you're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.